1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard On the night the Scottish Premiership title can officially be won Celtic have it all but wrapped up and can take care of the arithmetic at Tannadice Rangers are at home to Ross County Even if minds are wandering to Seville in one week's time And Motherwell's European hopes could hinge on the visit of Hearts Dundee can be relegated if St Johnson avoid defeat against Aberdeen And St Mirren play Livingston I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Simon Donnelly, Cammy Bell and Hugh Evans. When Ange Postacoglu lost three of his first six league games It was the worst start to a season that Celtic had made in 23 years Tonight he can become the championship winning manager And if he wins at Tannadice against Dundee United And then against Motherwell at Celtic Park on Saturday He'll have 95 points And that will be the third highest points total That Celtic have had in the 10 title wins they've had in the last 11 years That is the mark of the man and the job he has done This is the night for Celtic, Simon Donnelly I think most people know that it's done and has been done for a while But it needs to become official And that's what could be a couple of hours away Yeah, but Hugh's stats there are pretty, uh, pretty special uh, If you're a Celtic fan, the, the, the quick turnaround The recruitment that Ange has uh, brought to the team and you know, especially after the start, you're saying 23 years. Who was that? Was that our start? 98, or was that? Is there something worse? You try. You disappointed it had broken that record <laughs> for the worst start. Are you we, holding we, on to we, that. We had a poor start. Was it that one you're talking about? No, maybe the year. Well, what's 23 years back? 23. You do the maths. <laughs> <laughs> well, back to Andy Halliday not sitting his maths exam. Uh, and Cammy Bell. Rangers play Ross County. I'm going to try and be polite about this. I wonder if there's ever been a game in mid-May. Where Rangers fans have cared less about it And I hope that doesn't come across as disrespectful It's just the way it is Yeah it is uh, Listen Rangers have got big games coming up to look forward to as we know um, I think tonight they'll, they'll play a strong side They'll want their team to keep continue playing I, I think they'll have a weakened team at the weekend In preparation for Wednesday night um, But tonight I expect them to have a strong team They'll want momentum to keep going um, Into the European uh, Cup final So yeah it, it's not got a lot on it tonight um, but they'll want to keep winning Especially at Ibrox it's Fantastic night all round Hugh Keevans yeah. Of course the attention Particularly in this part of the country Goes to the title Trying to be wrapped up And Rangers preparing for Seville But Motherwell against Hearts Motherwell trying to Secure a European place Whilst Hearts are trying to Tick along towards The Scottish Cup final You've got St Johnson Aberdeen Dundee could be relegated tonight oh. If St Johnson get anything That's of course on the back of Dundee Giving themselves a chance By beating Hibs last night and St Mirren Livy Maybe a bit more of a meaningless fixture But don't tell Marvin Bartley I said so Dundee were a credit to themselves last night 13 games under Mark McGee And that's their first win And I was delighted for Charlie Adam in particular He came on and got a terrific goal Just before the end of the game And that showed that the man can recover from The big mistake he made against St Mirren on Saturday With that dreadful pass back But I was touched by his goal and his reaction to it at full time. That may be the last time Charlie plays at Dens Park, who knows. But St Johnston tonight against Aberdeen, surely, surely, these players will find something in them to get at least a point at home. 
No disrespect to Dundee, they'll go down as a consequence, but surely I can't believe that a team that won two cups last season are going so meekly about their business. Yeah, there's a lot going on tonight, Cammy. Yeah, yeah, again, touching on what Hughes just said there about St Johnston, I've been really disappointed. I had a, I had a spell there um, of six months of went and loan, and they were always a hard team to beat, and when you played against them, really difficult. They seem to have lost what Hugh's saying there is a little bit of grit and determination. They seem a bit down in the dumps at the moment, but they're going to have to turn that around really, really quickly because whoever they face in this playoff game, it's going to be a tough task, whether it's Inverness or Arbroath. They're two very, very hard teams to beat. So St Johnston are really going to have to turn it around pretty quickly. Three pundits, five hours, an 11 o'clock finish. It must be an important part of the season. 0141 951 1025. That's how you join in. So please let's hear from you on the phones. Celtic fans, how are you feeling? Tonight could be the night. Sum it all up. It was just over a year ago. You went to Tanadice, dropped points. That confirmed Rangers as champions. It led to everyone saying Rangers would win the league again and it would take ages for Celtic to recover. Well, tonight is the chance. To round off that chapter And become champions of the Scottish Premiership Again, how are you feeling? What would you like to see happen on the pitch tonight? How do you sum it all up? Rangers fans I mean, by all means Talk to us about the visit of Ross County We'd love to hear your thoughts Are you going along to Ibrox? Will it be that party atmosphere again? What would you like to see done with the team? Now, Cammy Bell Suggesting that tonight Go strong again Go back strong Play the heavy hitters Make sure they get some minutes in the legs And then you rest everyone on Sun, uh, Saturday, sorry uh, Is that the way you see it? Would you do something different? What do you think should happen tonight? Is it another night for Alex Lowry and Leon King? Or is it back to the first 11 tonight? Rangers fans heading along to Ibrox Let's hear from you And of course to everyone else Motherwell fans Meant to be a big crowd inside for Park Looking to secure European football against Hearts Where are you? 0141 951 1025 Let's set the scene though For a potential title party And hear from Ange Postacoglu In terms of how I feel And where it will sit with me You'll get the best Sort of understanding of that After it happens I know it sounds You know It may sound bizarre But I, I just don't think that way That how I'm going to feel After it happens I think I've always tried to Approach it where What's most important at the moment is that I help prepare this team for a game potentially could make us champions. And it's like anything else, I guess, until you reach the summit, you don't want to think how you're going to feel when you're there. Yeah, they've had a good season. Um, Tam's done a good job with them. And, uh, you know, they've, they've got some 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 good players. Um, they're well organised and it'll be a good battle for us. You know, again, for us, what's most important is that if we bring... You know, the intensity and tempo to our game that we have consistently over the last few months, then we know we give ourselves a chance of success and, and they're hard to stop. That's what Ange Postacoglu thinks, but what do you think? 01419511025. Come on, let's hear from you. A fairly obvious incentive for tonight, Hugh. Yeah, tonight is confirmation. Saturday is the coronation. Celtic will take their bow, they'll run a flag up the flagpole. Uh, and everyone will go home happy And then Ange Postacoglu will immediately turn his attention to signing new players For the start of next season Which will be picking up where this one left off With Celtic and Rangers locked in a two horse race Forever, probably uh, But Ange Postacoglu tonight can walk round Tanadice A deeply satisfied man Let's go then 0141-951-1025 Ross is a Celtic fan To kick things off How does it feel to be Within touching distance Or even closer than that now Ross? 
Yeah, um, hi Gordon, Hugh, um, Simon and Cammy. Hope you're all well. Good, thanks. Um, yeah, no, it's good. It's a, a good feeling uh, being back uh, top of the tree again. Um, I think from where we were a year ago to now, it's it's remarkable that Anne just came in and turned that around so quickly. Um, I was one of the Celtic fans that tipped Rangers this year to be champions. Um, I was I was happy to finish second, but I think from from where we are from the start of the season to now, it's it's absolutely remarkable. I mean, Simon, that's it. it's all of this is versus expectation, isn't it? Let's be honest. Over the last decade or just more, um, you know, winning titles is nothing new to Celtic fans. They've, they've seen it a lot, but none of them will be as unexpected as this one. Uh, but yeah, just on the back of last year. But again, you you could say that about Rangers last year. You know, it looked as if Celtic were going mm-hmm. to go and do the ten. Yeah, I meant from Celtic's strong. point of view. But uh, this turnaround has been exceptional. It really has uh, the 25-point deficit, that many new players coming in, uh, the start, the, the three defeats in the first five or six games. You know, so everything was against, you know, Celtic going on and winning the title. But the the form and the consistency that they've found over that time has led them to be sitting here six points top of the top of the table. And they've been waiting, you know, the, the big result was at Ibrox a few weeks ago. They've been waiting in this moment for a few weeks uh, to inevitably get over the line, but the turnaround has been incredible. And as two touches on there, once they get this over the line, you know, Andrews went on record himself saying this is just the first part of this project. He will need to go and recruit again, more quality, enhance the team, and move forward. I think the extent of the job that Ange Postecoglou has done has actually erased the memory of just how bad things were yeah. before he got here. You know, you've got fans in the, the car park. Players having to park their car in another part of the city so that they could be bussed into Celtic Park. The place was in turmoil. The fans were mutinous. And Ange Postacoglu came in and in a ridiculously short space of time, having made the worst start for 23 years, he then goes on a maisie. 30 games without defeat. Tonight, I expect it'll be 31. Yeah. And he's protecting... Uh, record at Celtic Park of never having lost there this season when Mother will play Celtic on Saturday. So, Ange Postacoglu... He's brought the excitement back, yeah. hasn't he? You have covered yeah. a lot of the Celtic games. He's really brought an excitement, just the, the, the type of player that he's brought in. Energy, full of energy, full of pace, creativity. He's got a couple of guys solid at the back there. Joe Hart, experience. But he's brought an excitement back to Celtic after what was a terrible season for them last year. And it's sort of built to this point Cammy, as, as Hugh says, obviously the season didn't start great. It took them a while to even climb the table. It then took them a while to overtake Rangers. And maybe at that point, still people would be saying, yeah, well, you know what, this is still transition for Celtic. Rangers will get there. But they just stayed there and just stayed and stayed and stayed. And actually, I, I don't know if it's a comfortable title victory, but it's um, it's certainly more comfortable than fans like Ross thought it could ever be at the start of the season. Yeah, definitely. I think we'll look at the start of the season and as Hughes touched on, the turmoil they were in over the summer. Dominic Mackay came in and was this new guy on the block and Ange is wanting to bring in his own players and he soon disappeared and Ange took over the club for me um, and basically brought in his own sort of stamped it with his own marker that the way he wanted the club to go forward and it's been remarkable the way that he's kept them going. Listen, I don't think there's a lot between the clubs at the moment and the teams at the moment I think it's very very close so the summer for both managers is going to be really important to what happens next season but 
Yeah, listen, Celtic are, are, are going to win the league and, and they're fully deserving of that because they've been consistent and, and phenomenally consistent um, because Rangers have, they've not they've not had a bad season, they've just drew too many games this season, that's been the problem. Um, so it, it's been close this season, but yeah, hats off to Ange for the job that he's done. Uh, Ross, would you anticipate doing it with a bit of style tonight? Does it matter? Ange Postacoglu had that great line about stumbling over the line or going through it at speed, what do you think tonight? Nah, I think it's just a case of just get the job done. So if it's in style, brilliant, but I'm I'm not expecting it to be in style. Um I think it'll be a quite a tight game up there tonight. Um I've got obviously a quick point on the back of last night's show. I think there was a couple of guys on last night that were saying that the Europa League um Rangers getting to the final was, was better than Celtic winning the league and vice versa. I, I, I think we just need to take credit where credit's due. I think the the both of them are, are on merit. To where they are Celtic are on merit Of being champions And Rangers are on merit Of being in the Europa League final Because they Because they they, they they deserve to be there So I don't Want to compare Our title To Rangers In the Europa League final I think we just need to Stand back and applaud The both of them For this year It's a bit too sensible For us I must say Hugh Keevans <laughs> Well Being in a final Is not the same as winning it Rangers still have to go to Seville And win it uh, I heard all of last night's callers It's the games that people play on Super Scoreboard And we welcome them With open arms But uh, What Celtic have done uh, Is undeniable And if you refuse to lose You know Celtic have their motto about We never stop I think the motto From The onlookers perspective Is If they Refuse to lose that's why they become champions uh, Let's keep going with the build up then It's 01419511025 Come on let's hear from you Celtic fans How are you feeling ahead of tonight? How do you sum up the season uh, When you get to this point Where you can finally cross that finishing line Rangers fans What do you want to see done with the team tonight? Does it go back strong this evening And then rested at the weekend Or vice versa Or a mix of the two You tell us right now On the phones Let's go to Tanadice, where I think we can speak to Andrew, Gabriel, I'm getting mixed up between the, I don't know where you two are at, seriously Andrew, take it away Yes, well I was just thinking back to, what was that, 14 months ago when I was here to see Dundee United against Celtic And it maps just how far this Celtic team have come since then Neil Lennon had not long resigned, John Kennedy was in interim charge Celtic, you know, as Hugh touched on, were in absolute turmoil at that point And a 0-0 draw on that Sunday afternoon meant Rangers won the title and stopped Celtic's 10 in a row bid Now just over a year later, I'm not sure many people would have predicted what's happened since even when Ange Postacoglu was appointed, I remember some Celtic fans uh, on the phones that were writing off this season as a transition year just because of the, the gap last season that they had to bridge and the squad that had to be rebuilt by Postacoglu. But he's got his recruitment spot on, really. The, the players and fans have really bought into his style of play. And despite despair being confirmed at Tanadice last year, it could be a title party tonight. We all know the circumstances. If Celtic avoid defeat tonight, they are the Premiership champions officially. Dundee United, they'll be looking to spoil that. They've also had an impressive campaign under Tam Courts. They're looking to secure European football uh, next season, but the visitors are unbeaten in their last 30 league games. If they make it 31 tonight, the party can officially well and truly start. I'll give you the team news from here in a couple of minutes' time. I think you've got breaking team news pretty much round about now, Andrew, so you can go and take a look at it and I'll get back to you in just a second. Let's set the scene with Gabriel. That, of course, is a bit later. I'll be honest, I had no idea that was a half past seven kickoff until Hugh Keevans told me tonight. That just caught me out. I had no idea that was the case. Times have brought them to me. 
<laughs> well, I, I, no comment on that front. Let's go to Ibrooks uh, and speak to Gabriel ahead of the visit of Ross County. Yeah, cheers, boss. Giovanni Van Bronckhorst has said these final two league games will be used as preparation for the two huge cup finals they have over the next 10 days. So he is expected to continue uh, to heavily rotate his side. That means giving time to youngsters such as Alex Lowry, trying to keep some of the older players match fit like Alan McGregor and Aaron Ramsey, and also awaiting the return to fitness of their sole striker left in the squad, Kimar Roof. Yes, Seville is the word on everyone's tongue here, and expect another carnival atmosphere at Ibrox this evening with sombreros, beach balls, Spanish songs, the lot. The next time these players return to govern, they may very well be champions of Europe. But up first, it is Ross County. The Staggies are stuttering in the battle for a European berth of late. They've only taken one point in the split so far, and they are two off Motherwell. A loss this evening could prove fatal to their continental hopes, although it must still be said it has been an excellent season for the Highlanders. It's the fourth meeting of the season between the two teams, and Rangers won the first two matches 4-2, but the game in Dingwall at the end of January ended 3-all. It was a result that put a huge dent in the Jers' title defence. A reminder of what could have been on the night that Celtic are expected to lift the title. However, it will not dim the mood around this place one bit. The club are on the cusp of arguably its greatest ever achievement. I'll bring you team news straight from Ibrox as I get it. Well, whilst we wait on Gabriel, you can tell us Rangers fans what do you want to see tonight? Like I said, does it go back to full strength tonight and then rest it at the weekend? Or is it the opposite way around? Or is it a mix of the two? Pick up the phone and let us know. I think John is about to do just that, but we'll go back to Tanadice. It is a half seven kickoff, which means it's team news time with Andrew. Yeah, I don't think we've got a Dundee United team yet. I'll get that to you shortly. But we do have a Celtic team. Four changes from that four-on win against Hearts last time out. Turnbull, Jota, Kyogo and Maida all dropping out of the starting lineup. In come Hatati, Abada, Forrest and Giacomacus. So it will be Joe Hart starting in goal for Celtic tonight. The back four, Anthony Ralston, Cameron Carter-Vickers, Carol Starfell and Greg Taylor. The midfield three, Callum McGregor, Matt O'Reilly and Rio Hatati. And it'll be Leo Abada and James Forrest either side of Yorgos Giacomacus. The substitutes for Celtic tonight... Bain, Kyogo, Turnbull, McCarthy, Jota, Rogic, Ediguchi, Maida and Welsh oh, Quite interesting, Celtic fans, what do you make of that? 01419511025 No Kyogo, no Jota, uh, no Maeda, Simon, that yeah, surprised yeah, you? Yeah, interesting, it does surprise me a little bit uh, I was at the game at the weekend, I think there's four changes from that game uh, Obviously Angie's decided to freshen up the, the forward line uh, Jackie Marcus came back in, scored off the bench at the weekend so I don't think there's too much of an upheaval switching him for Kyogo Forrest is back from injury Abada's in there for pace so yeah Hatati's back into the midfield as well from the weekend so I think it's just a case of freshening things up Yeah it's hardly you know a, a second string or people pulled off the street to play Hugh no, but no. you know just generally speaking you know Jota plays Maeda yeah. plays but not tonight Yeah no Jota Maeda Kyogo you know the <laughs> You immediately think, wow, the, these are the guys that light up the ground wherever the ground may be. Uh, but you're also underlining the strength that you have in depth. Uh, so, as you say, you're not pulling off passers-by from Tannadice Street and bringing them into the dressing room. Uh, I think that Ange Postacoglu will want to cross the line in style, like champions. He won't want to stutter mm. and stagger. Right, Celtic fans, what do you make of that team? Pick up the phone and let us know. And we'll speak to John, who's a Rangers fan, next as we try and forecast what Giovanni Van Bronckhurst will do at Ibrox. 
You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans, Simon Donnelly, and Cammy Bell are here. They're here until 11 o'clock tonight. That's how keen they are to hear from you. So, whatever happens tonight, Celtic looking to get over the line. Rangers building up to next week. Motherwell going for Europe. Relegation could be confirmed. Whatever happens, let's hear from you before, during, and after these games. 01419511025. Interesting times for Rangers. Don't detect much direct interest in the visit of Ross County because everyone's too busy on Sky Scanner and Trivago and other websites are available trying to sort the travel plans for next week. So let's speak to John, who's a Rangers fan. What do you think about tonight, John? What's the priority? Hi, good evening, guys. Um, Nothing, actually. I think they should put out the young lads, put academy players, put reserve players in, keep every player that's going to Seville. Um, It's a dead game for Rangers. The league is one, to be all fairness. It was probably a loss for Ibrox, and that's me being honest. Um, So for me, it's, it's basically resting every player that's going to Seville because anybody gets an injury, it'd be an absolute disaster. And I'm sure the players probably wouldn't really want to get involved tonight when I've got a big game ahead. So for me, put out as many of the young boys you can. There's some smashing young boys there. And I think that'd be the way forward for me personally. I don't know what you guys think. Well, I'm sure Hugh won't mind bowing to the knowledge of the ex-pros in the room. Uh, Cammy, what do you think? I think tonight they play their, their strong side tonight because, again, it's a week from... Um, the, the, the main game that they're looking forward to in Seville so I, I think the players would prefer to get a game under their belt they won't want to go sort of 10, 11 days without a game um, and building up to such a big game I listen, I get it that there could be injuries but listen, you could get injured in training so you throw that argument in there as well so I think they, they play a strong side tonight get some minutes in the leg and then they have a full week preparation uh, towards the, the Seville game um, in the final so that that would be what I see happening Saturday again it's a weight of hearts I think there's much more risk of injury and, and, and there'll, there'll probably be a lot more intensity in that game than there will tonight Rangers could control the, the ball at Ibrox a bit more so um, I see them playing a strong team tonight and a lesser team on Saturday so strong tonight and Broxy Bear up front on Saturday <laughs> says Cammy Bell John do you not not see any sense in that? Uh, no disrespect to Cammy there Totally 100% And surely a lot of call, callers will agree Completely disagree with that These players have played Many games through the season These guys are super match fit Getting the players rested And rubbed down And giving them massages And getting stretching That's enough These guys don't need to run about a park for 90 minutes Before this game These guys I've been playing all season And look at the run I've had So No disrespect to you Cammy, But that's complete nonsense Especially coming for a guy That's been a professional no, uh, Player yourself So what I would say John Is that these guys I totally agree These guys have played A lot of games this season But a lot of these guys Have not really had a break uh, When they did have a break they, they struggled to, to bring momentum straight away Which was the winter break They didn't hit the ground running when they came back So I know it's not such a big break I, Listen, see if you ask any of the players They'll want to probably play tonight They'll want to play tonight and miss Saturday Because yeah. a normal week's preparation Is what a player's used to You don't want I think you try and keep everything as normal as possible As a footballer Going into such a such a big game John if this team gets read out And it's the strongest one possible You better hide (laughs) under the couch And come back out on the 18th of May Let me tell you Shu Honestly 
Um, I, 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 again, I completely disagree. And you, you probably, if you were asked the player the question, he would say he would be happy to play. Down deep, let's not kid ourselves, you. If you're a player and you've played all these games and you're, you're a week away from a, a UEFA Cup final, do you want to play against Ross County? Do you want to play against Hearts? And, 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 and Cammy says there, you're more likely to get injured or maybe against Hearts than what you are Ross County. Absolute nonsense. You're playing against two different teams. Anybody could get injured. But personally, for me, I would just mm-hmm. like us to go there, to Seville, with a full squad, fit, healthy, get the guys in, give them a rub down, get them stretched. I think that's what we're needing. Lots of rubbing down being done, I must say. Um, <laughs> let, let's look at it this way then, John, because, I mean, Cammy has played. You're right, Simon has. We'll, we'll get his take on it in a second. Put, put yourself in those players' shoes. If you are Ryan Kent or you're John Lundstrom or you're Calvin Bassey or Alan McGregor, let's take the rubbing down and the stretching to one side for a second. Do you think you want to go 13 days without playing a game Ahead of arguably the biggest game of your career, yes, I do, I do. I think I, I, I honestly, and I'm not. I've never played professional football, but I've played at a different level altogether, whether it's amateur or whatever. But the fact is, I honestly, and this is my honest opinion. I don't know what other callers will think. I honestly, if I was a, a, a Rangers player, I would be really shying away from it. And as I say, looking looking to be super fit. And don't get injured, and don't even risk it for that European uh, for that uh, UEFA Cup final. Absolutely, guys. Simon, if it was you, would you? <clears throat> I'd want to play. You'd want to play tonight and yeah. rest at the weekend. Yeah, John's going to think I'm talking nonsense as well here, but I think yeah, players will want to play tonight. I think it's different for Saturday. You're only a couple of days away, three or four days away from the final. I think well, time will tell when we see Gio's eleven. But I, if, if mm. I was there, I would want to play tonight. I would want to keep myself ticking over. And as Cammy quite rightly says, these guys, they're all going to be fighting for a living jersey, so the training's going to be high intensity. They could be injured in training as well, but for me, I would want to play tonight. Yeah, I mean, Hugh, you've got to take Sunday just past into the equation as well. And uh-huh. that's why I said about the 13 days, because had Rangers gone strong on Sunday... That would maybe change things, but but they didn't. So what that would now leave, like I said, is for Kent and Lundstrom and Bassey and McGregor and whoever else missed out of the weekend. That would then mean them going a fortnight without playing yeah. a game. And I just, I mean, the two guys in this conversation who've played at the, the top level, saying that that just is a little bit too much if you can avoid it. If you want to be at your absolute best and raring to go, you'd probably want some minutes in the space of that 13 day period I don't know if they sell pick and mix in the Netherlands but it'll be pick and mix you know there'll be 16 players on that park I would think by the end of the game tonight and the big hitters will be there the young will be there as well and Giovanni Van Bronckhurst will perform the, the balancing act so you know he, he'll know exactly how to play this We'll find out soon John, I think Cammy will phone you back on his personal number uh, if, the, uh, if the strong team gets picked tonight But we'll keep an eye on it We can't be too far away In fact, I wonder if it's imminent It must be imminent Is that a quarter take kickoff? It is I'm all over the place with my kickoff times tonight Yeah, so that team news will be imminent uh, Let's get one last prediction on the, the sort of team news if you like then Andy's a Rangers fan Your previous Colleague Andy thinks it should be a weakened team tonight. No first team players anywhere near it. What do you think? No, I totally disagree with that. Totally and completely. I go with uh, two professionals that were in the studio. 
Um, I think we should field our strongest team uh, and hopefully uh, get a couple of goals, go in comfortable at half-time and then second half start um, sort of feeding the, the youngsters in. Um, but I, I, I do agree with the guys. The, the professional players can't go 13 games without... Our 13, 13 uh, days is still playing professional football. Um, I know there's a, a situation with Kemar Roof where he's going to have been good for weeks, but we don't have a striker. And if Kemar Roof's fit, he's going to get slotted in uh, for the European game. That's a good point. I'd forgotten about him, Cammy. If Kemar Roof is going to start the game yep. in Seville, he needs to play at some point tonight, surely. Yeah, yeah. Listen, the question of anybody that's carrying an injury or a knock or that they absolutely won't play tonight. Uh, but if you're a hundred percent fit, I think you you want to play, and and I think Giovanni will want the players to play as well. But yeah, Kemar Roof, I think is a really important one that he can get some game time um, in before next Wednesday. Um, that's really really important. Um, but again, I just I just don't feel as if the players. We'd want to go such a long period of time, as you said, Gordon, before, going into such a big game, probably the biggest game of some of these players' careers so far, um, and, and you've not played for 14 days. So for me, player team tonight, it's a full week's preparation as well. It's not as if it's three or four days later they're playing. Um, they can get a full week's training under their belt and rest and recuperation. I mean, I should say, Simon, I don't think 13 days is enough to make you seize up and be unable to play, but no. if, if we're talking about... Peak condition physically and mentally Maybe as well yep. you know, Do you want to feel you like you've still got a recent memory of, of yeah, playing? Yeah, you want to keep your eye on You want to keep your eye on Players want to play regular You touched on there from the, the game at the weekend A few of them have missed out So that would be three games they would miss If Gio went down the, the route of playing youngsters I think these guys It's perfect for them tonight It's at home I think they'll have a lot of the play Leave the youngsters to the weekend At mm. Hearts through at Tynecastle Bit of a mixed bag I mean, John was very... Uh, clear about it Andy's on the opposite side of it To go back to the first argument Sean says Put the B team out tonight And rest the team um, I mean Andy There were obviously some Exceptions to the rule Have we just accept That James Tavernier And Conor Goldson Will play them all Because they're never rested From the start Is that the way it's looking? Pretty much I, I, I take it that uh, Conor Goldson And James Tavernier Want to play Or they would be saying to Gio um, Look, boss, you're going to give us a wee break for a week or something like that. But I think these guys are so professional. They want to play every minute that they can play. And um, good luck to them. Um, admire them for it. That's when we'll know for sure, Cammy. If that team comes in on Sunday and Tavernier and Goldson are not on it, then that's your real uh, eye opener. Because even at the weekend when the pack was shuffled, they always start. Tavernier got. Pushing it, push the boat out the weekend. What was it? Twenty minutes, half yeah. an hour rest at the end. Listen, I, I think Hugh made a good point as well. I think the, they'll, they'll, all these players will feature in some sort of way. He will probably look to make a lot of substitutions the second half and use his full um, allocation of substitutions in this game and, and give younger guys an opportunity. But he'll want to get the majority of his starting team for Seville at least sixty minutes and under their belt tonight. Um, because as I say, it's 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 still a full week away from that game, so. Um, yeah, I think I think Tav and that as well. You, you you talk about Tav playing all the time. I think he'll be desperate to play tonight. I think Gio will probably make the decision that he probably won't play at the weekend um, and make sure that none of them pick up an injury at, at the weekend going into Seville's game. Andy, is it a chance then for a couple of fringe players to maybe even? <clears throat> uh, let's be honest. I'm not sure Alec Lowry or Leon King have any chance of starting in 
Seville, no disrespect to them, but is there maybe one or two guys on the you know the outskirts that could do themselves a favour tonight? Well, I think uh, the young laddie Lowry, I think he's a, an exception to the rule. I think that laddie is going to be uh, some player like it's some player just now, but I think he's going to be uh, worth his weight in gold in a couple of seasons' time. And you could see with the, the short period of time that he was on the park uh, on Sunday. I mean, well, we've seen him before right now, but you could see by the short period of time, the skill that he's got, the long passing, the, the intricate work, all the rest of it. I mean, that Larry's got that. So I feel that he's one of the French players that um, can most certainly be involved. Uh, thank you very much. That was Andy, 01419511025. We are on Twitter as well, at Clyde SSB. I can see the team news coming in from pretty much everywhere. Apart from Rangers at the moment I think it's they've heard about the spat Between Cammy Bell and John On the line We'll get the answer uh, soon Let's try and go back to Tanadice. Uh, I wonder if Andrew McLean's got a Dundee United team yet Yeah I do have a Dundee United team And it's a very interesting selection from Tam Courts I've been sitting here trying to work out exactly What formation they're playing And who's playing there And I can't quite work it out Because it looks as if there's only one centre-back On the pitch for them One natural centre-back as well, but there is a big call because Rory McLeod, who is just 16 years of age, he was he's make, makes me feel old, so I don't know what he does to you. February the 3rd, 2006, he was born. He'll start up front. It looks as if he'll start up front with Nicky Clark for this one, but I'll just read through the team at the moment. Is Segrist, of course, starting in goal. Smith, McDonald, Niskanen, Clark, Edwards, Mikasin, Levitt, Freeman, McMahon, and as I say, 16-year-old Rory McLeod starting up front. So big names on the bench as well. The likes of Charlie McGrew, Ross Graham as well. Tony Watt don't make the starting lineup alongside Eriksson, Sporla, Nielsen, Mockery, O'Donnell and Kujo. Wow, interesting. Hugh Evans has just picked himself up off the floor that there's people born in 2006. I was 56 when Rory was born. <laughs> you know, this is this is when it starts to get really worrying because you know you act as if I'm the young whippersnapper yeah. in here. Yeah. When I was leaving school in 2007, so we're, we're we're really we're getting in trouble here. Anyway, let's get some travel and then the Rangers team. It just ignited into quite a debate, didn't it? We'll find out who is playing and who's not next. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans, Cammy Bell, Simon Donnelly all here, here until 11 o'clock, no less. What an eye-opener this is going to be for Cammy Bell and Simon Donnelly. Not for an old veteran like Hugh Evans, and you can get in touch on 0141 951 1025. Who would have thought that a relatively meaningless game between Rangers and Ross County would ignite such a team lineup debate. John on the line wanted everyone rested. Cammy Bell was talking nonsense for <laughs> suggesting that Rangers would go strong tonight. Who's the winner, Gabriel? I can say that Cammy Bell is the winner this evening. Yes, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst made seven changes on Sunday during the 2-0 win over Hearts. And he makes seven more today, but it's back to as close to full strength as possible for the Jers. Only Tavernier, Goldson, Barisic and Wright keep their places. The team is as follows. In goal, Alan McGregor, a back four of James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Calvin Bassey and Borna Barisic. John Lundstrom and Glenn Kamara in midfield with Alex Lowry just in front of them in the number 10 role. Off the right, it's 
Scott right, Arebo through the middle, and Ryan Kent off the left. On the bench, you've got McLaughlin, Balligan, Sands, King, Ahmad, Davis, Ramsey, Sakala, and Arfield. I don't have the county team yet. I'll bring you it as soon as it comes, but a few interesting selections in there. Uh, more faith shown in Scott Wright. Alex Lowry as well, getting a nod. He's been really promising any time he, gives, uh, he gets any minutes, but no place uh, at the moment for Ryan Jack even on the substitutes bench. But as I said, I'll bring you Ross County as soon as I get it. Or Kemar Roof for that matter. No sign of him. Uh, but that's got to be Cammy Bell. Ah, well, T- TKO I mean, for me, Hugh Evans. John's vast experience of football in the Tuesday afternoon Public Transport League has <laughs> deserted him. And it is Cammy Bell, with his professional experience, who has emerged victorious. In other words, what Cammy said, you want to play tonight, you don't want to play on Saturday, and then you're good to go for Wednesday. It couldn't really be stronger in the sense that Ryan Jack's presumably injured, he's not involved at yep. all. You know, he'd maybe be in there. Kamal Roof's not involved at all, he'd maybe be in there. Um other than that, it, yeah, it's, pr- it's pretty much there. Alex Lowry maybe in, in you know, instead of a, a Scott Arfield or someone. Yeah, again, I think it's a it's a really really strong team as expected. And I would say one 0 to me against John there, Gordon. <laughs> um, but listen, no, I think it's a strong Rangers team. Alex Lowry, it's a huge opportunity f- for him tonight. Um, Ryan Jack's uh, carrying a knock, so he can't make the game. Um, as you say, Scott Arfield could maybe play in that position and um, potentially a bit more experience. But I'm sure Gio's looking at Alex Lowry. Um, because he's been phenomenal this season he's obviously just signed a new deal as well so that's really promising for Rangers but yeah, um, no Kemar Roof a little bit disappointing he's not not made the bench and he's obviously not close enough yet but I'm hoping that he gets some sort of minutes on Saturday and gives himself a little bit of an opportunity for, for Wednesday night Looks like the old pros have come up with the game plan Simon, I don't think the team will be anything like that on Saturday will it? No, there'll be changes, but I'm just looking at that team. I think eight or nine of that team could possibly start in the final. So it's a very strong Rangers side uh, alongside the youngster who comes in and plays in the, the number 10 role. I'm sure he'll savour that tonight. I've, I've seen enough of him to realise I think he's got a bright future in the game. So he'll enjoy playing in that team tonight. But looking at it, I think it's a strong team. As I say, eight or nine will start the final next Wednesday. Maybe even more, you never know. Uh, just a reminder of that Celtic team or the highlights from it. The full front three is changed. Jakimakis, Forrest and Abada up front. So no Jota, no Kyogo. Uh, Hatati is back in the team. Uh, what else jumps out for you, Michael, as a Celtic fan? Basically, it's James Forrest. Um, the last few games, I always come back to injury in that guy, you know. But I think he's basically, he's not the same guy. He used to be, but uh, I just think he's done nothing in the last few games since he's came on. And for me, that's that's my little bit of a, a worry tonight. But hopefully Celtic should be it tonight and uh, and basically hope Abada, because he's, he's been off the ball a wee bit as well, you know. So hopefully they can do it in style like tonight, but I think it'll be tight, um, guys, you know. But my other points are tonight is about... Uh, Rangers Let's do that Let's do one at a time Um, Bit disrespectful To James Forrest James Forrest has been A wonderful Contributor to Celtic Over the years Got the medals To prove it Uh, It may be that Abada is the long term Future Of course he is Because James is getting To the twilight years In his career But he still has Something to offer Celtic Gordon DL Has lately Started the James Forrest campaign To say that he believes That uh, he is still Worthy of um, a first team pick 
Um, so <clears throat> I don't think you can describe James Forrest as a worry. James Forrest will be there to make an honest contribution. He had an assist at the weekend. He yeah. came on and set up Giacomacchus for the fourth goal. I thought he looked sharp. Yes, James is now in those senior ages, uh, uh, that senior age where he doesn't have the blistering pace of youth, but that just happens to, to everybody. But he's, I think he's still got a lot to offer. He's had a, he's not had his problems to seek injuries this uh-huh. season, which for him, you know, in and out of the team must be hugely frustrating. But he popped up with an assist at the weekend, you know, a clever one, you know, started the move, broke into the, he followed his run into the, the, the wide right area and had the composure to pick out Giacomacchus for the goal. So I don't think it's a worry. As I said, Angie's working with the guys day in, day out. He'll know what stage of that to, to whether he's ready for a start. He deems he is. And, you know, they've got a strong bench there as well. So I, don't, I disagree with Michael. It's not a worry. Michael, you're not giving him any praise for a, an assist at the weekend? Um, aye, aye, I am. But um, I, just, I just think he's a one-trick one trick pony for me a lot of the times. I know the guys are saying he's done that he's contributed to this and he's contributed to that. But I just hope Celtic sign that guy, that, that Iraqi boy. But I do know, I hope we do sign Jota as well, you know, because we do need to strengthen, obviously, for the Champions League because I don't want to be like uh, boys to men kind of thing in the Champions League for us. I mean, Rangers have had a great, great run in the Europa Europe League. Uh, and I think Rangers will win the Europa League final next Wednesday. They will win again at Tynecastle on Saturday. And I, then I believe... They will win the Scottish Cup also because I don't rate Frankfurt, even though they got to the, the, the UEFA Cup final. And they're 11th in the Bundesliga. Now, the Rangers can beat RB Leipzig and they can beat Borussia Dortmund. And for me, I'm betting on Rangers, even though I'm a Celtic man. I, it pays, pays me to say it because next Wednesday night, even though I'll be on night shift, uh, it'll be a torment for me. Known if he won the, the <laughs> Just concentrating the night shift. He's never been so happy to do the night <laughs> he's shift predict, he's as Michael. Um, James Forrest has played 31 times for Celtic this season. Still a decent year. But 31? You, 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 31? Yeah, it probably surprises yeah, you. Yeah. Um, but then you remember Celtic play an awful lot yeah. of games You know, throughout yeah. a season now with European fixtures and going deep in the cups and so on. He is clearly not above Jota. Or Abada Or Maeda For those wide berths And that's not including the times that some t- you know, Maybe Kyogo would even be sort of nudged out there If Jackie Marcus plays or whatever um, What do you make of Michael's more general point About you know where James Forrest is and all that? Listen, I, I think James Forrest is still a fabulous player I think he's had trouble with injuries um, Which he has had throughout his career as well It's obviously going to His body is different to everyone else's And it takes him time to recover and get up to speed um, so it has been a little bit stop-start for him, but he's still got a huge amount to offer Celtic. Again, Celtic for me this season, their strength and depth has been brilliant. Um, I think that's what's probably got them over the line. They've got so many attacking players to, to choose from. Because listen, sometimes wingers go through a spell where they dip in form and you need somebody to replace them. And Celtic have that. Um, but James Forrest, he's, he's turning 31 in July. It's not as if he's over the hill. He's still got a lot to offer. I think as well, him being around the football club, um, Celtic have recently lost Scott Brown, who had a huge influence in what happens in the culture of, of Celtic Football Club. I know Andrew's bringing in his own culture, but it's great to have these guys about. And, and I wouldn't say James Forrest just there to be about the place. He's got a lot to offer as a football player just, as well. Just to get to the core of Michael's argument, which is the selection of James Forrest is a worry. No, it's not. Not the slightest. 
if he's having a poor night, just get him off and, and put Maeda back on. Uh, but he doesn't start the night as a worry. He starts the night as a threat. The evolution of the Celtic team, I guess, is something that is quite striking from this season. <clears throat> Simon, I think, you know, Ange Postacoglu's very first game in charge, um, you know, Barkas started it, Stephen mm. Welsh started it, so mm. did Nir Beaton, Ishmaela Soro, Ryan Christie, Odson Edward, David, Tur- David Turnbull. Obviously, none of them start tonight. Turnbull very much there um, to take part. Dane Murray, Albina Yeti came off the bench. These mm. were, you know, this was the Mitchell game, and even <clears throat> the Hearts game on the first yep. day of the league season. Again, Scott Bain played in goal. Edward was still there. Ishmaela Soro again started the match. So did Nir Beaton. So it is a squad that's had to evolve. And um, that has been tough because James Forrest, who probably hasn't done a great deal wrong, has just been up against guys who've come in and lit the place up. It was interesting to hear Michael talk about Abada being a bit off the boil. Is it that or is it actually that he's, he can count himself a bit unlucky to be out the team because his numbers are great, but, 14 goals, but other guys have come in and, and staked the claim? Yeah, I think in, in terms of James Forrest, he's going to be 31, right? So, yeah, he's getting to the latter stages of his career, but... You know he's a fit guy. I think the injuries this season, and I'm, I'm, I was trying to hunt his stats out there on my phone because uh, I was surprised at the 31 games. But you know he, he hasn't been in for long spells. He's probably been in and out. That's partly down to maybe injury on his uh, front and the form of players that have been playing his positions. Because I have no doubt they get the guys in attacking positions have been fantastic. I'll just Celtic. check the Nokia until you start. You get the stats <laughs> so uh, we're just watching the goal back from the weekend here. We picked out uh, Jack and Marcus, but the, the guys in that. So Abada's got fourteen. Jack and Marcus, I think, is on that's his fourteenth at the weekend. Riki Yogo's on eighteen. Maeda's on a decent amount. So I think that's where Celtic have had their success this season. Guys have hit form at different times. Uh, when Kyogo fell out through injury at Boxing Day, Jack and Marcus found form. They didn't falter. They, 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 you know, the void of Kyogo wasn't evident because Jack and Marcus came in and did so well. Jota looks as if in recent weeks he's back to what he was. You know, his form maybe dipped a little bit, but that's the strength of the Celtic team. People were taking responsibility at different times. As for Forrest, it's, a, it's an important point that Cammy's making as well. These guys have been around the team success over the last 10 years. Forrest is one of them. It'd be good to keep around. Uh, thank you, Michael. Let's move on quickly. It's that time of the night already. This is flying in. We've got some big games all up and down the country, none more so than this. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish Sun.co.uk slash football. Hold on a minute. We're going to have to make a ret- the return of three pundits one cup Producer Callum Because we've got three pundits How do we choose how to play Beat the Pundit And I promised myself I wouldn't say that again on this show But there we are If you fancy taking on Hugh, Cammy, or Simon tonight 0141 951 1025 You have to get your call in before 7 o'clock And we've got an extra incentive for you this week as well Every night this week Just for getting through to take part You win yourself a pair of tickets To the summer night race meeting at Air Racecourse It's Friday the 17th and 18th of June There is various uh, entertainers there You can get a DJ set from Gok Wan I know you're a huge fan Hugh yeah, That's yeah. why you've never, got the granddad collar on yep. uh, Again, never miss it <laughs> It's not a soap opera It's a person Anyway, uh, tickets are available online You can get a pair by getting through on Beat the Pundit So give us a call before 7 o'clock 
01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Evans, Cammy Bell and Simon Donnelly Three pundits It must be a big night And it is Because we've got five Premiership games The title could be won Relegation could be secured And there could be significant movement In the battle for Europe So what more do you want? Let's hear from you on the phone So 01419511025 Or Twitter At Clyde SSB We will continue the build up As soon as we've finished this Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Right, come on then, beat the pundit time. Even Roger Hanna showed he's almost human last night. He got taken to a tiebreaker, he's still won on the tiebreaker. I wonder if it will be more straightforward for the listeners tonight. Team listener, as always, from me, Joe, is in Springboik. How's it going, Joe? How you doing, guys? All right? Not bad at all. Have you ever played before, Joe? No, I have not, no Now you've got three to choose from tonight I don't know if that changes things Who's the weakest out of these three? Uh, I wouldn't mind young Hugh Keevan <laughs> yeah, Well, I love that from him Because yeah. he's battered you by saying you're the weakest But he's called you young yeah. So he's sort of made up for it, I like that But Joe's accurate uh, Right, what's this? What mug have we got here? Yeah, very good, a nice wee sweary pun On, the, on the, the cup So I won't, I won't read it out Yeah, usually it's the toss of the coin There's three of you, so these are the biggest bits of paper I've ever seen <laughs> I think producer Michael's got a broken collarbone So yeah. obviously couldn't rip up the paper into small enough I'll give him another broken collarbone if it's me There you go, it's young Hugh You've oh, got your wish, ah. Joe and Springboig Look at the relief on Cammy Bell and Simon Donnelly's I'm going to feel like Collar John now <laughs> What, talking nonsense? nonsense? No, that was yeah. Cammy that was talking nonsense, remember uh, Right, okay, Hugh what we're going to do is give you some Clyde 2 to listen to So that you can hear what Joe is saying Joe, 30 seconds Just answer as many questions as you can And the key is to pass quickly if you don't know, alright? Alright mate Good man, we'll put 30 seconds on this clock And your time starts now Name any player under 20 who's played for Celtic this season Oh, pass What nationality is former Rangers player Morris Edu? American Which stadium did Hearts use during 2017 when Tynecastle was being refurbished? Murrayfield Name any of the last three players to win Motherwell's Player of the Season Oh Pass Name any side Rangers faced in the Europa League this season who are reigning champions of their league Oh, Borussia Dortmund Okay, let's bring back Hugh Keevans Hugh, I thought they were tough tonight Not to oh, spook you Are you ready? Okay right, 30 seconds on the clock Your time starts now Name any player under 20 To play for Celtic this season uh, Ben Doak What nationality is former Rangers player Morris Edu? Um, Nigerian What stadium did Hearts use in 2017 When Tynecastle was being refurbished? Name any of the last three players To win Motherwell's own player of the season um, David Turnbull Name any side Rangers faced in the Europa League this season Who are reigning champions of their country Braga And which We started yeah, that, you started, we? Yeah, you we started. Did. Oh right, calm down <laughs> Goodness sake, nearly flew over the desk there uh, What country does Neil Lennon currently manage in? Quick, 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 quick Cyprus quick. Yeah, There we go What's the verdict, Joe? Oh, I am, I am beat He may have pipped you He got through one more question certainly Which can help Let's find out the damage I was kicking myself here I thought What are the chances of me Mentioning Dane Murray I don't think I've mentioned Dane Murray's <laughs> name In ten months And I just said it a couple of seconds ago To maybe give away an answer 
um, For the under 20s that have played for Celtic You had the choice of him Adam Montgomery Who I also mentioned Joey Dawson yep. Remember he played against St Johnson Away yeah. no. And Celtic had all those injuries Boxing day roughly Karamoko no. Dembele or Ben Doak He's done you Joe He's 1-0 up However you struck back Morrissey Edu is not Nigerian Did you mean You've been taking Geography lessons Off Gordon DL <laughs> He's American <laughs> He's from USA oh, So we're level uh, You both got Murrayfield For where Hearts played Quite an easy one So we're still level Any of the last Three players to win Motherwell's player of the year Most recently Tony Watt Then Declan Gallagher then David Turnbull, Joe. He's produced. Oh, great answer here. He's produced. I thought that was good. So he goes one in front. Name any side Rangers faced in the Europa League who are reigning champions of their league. It's only two. It's Red Star or Bronby. So none of you got it. And I think, you know, Joe, that's the end of the road because he oh. even had time to get Neil Lennon in Cyprus, which I'm sure you would have got, Joe. Aye, 100%. Oh, see, that's, it pays to be quick in this game. So it's a four for Hugh Evans and a two, I'm afraid, Joe. Hardline's. Well done, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Have a good night. I sure will. Thank you. Look at that. Nice, polite. End to the match. Shake Awful. hands and off you go. Another victory for Keevans. I didn't even point to the back of my shirt. Was that just more of a routine one? Yeah. Is that why? Is it only the, the big ones that you point to the back of the card? Because a bit of, bit, of a, bit of a Ronaldo celebration there with the arms. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you did also sort of gesture as if you were going to headbutt <laughs> your mic when you got the first one, which was quite something. Things you never thought you would see. On here, hope did the cameras get that? I hope they did. That's going to be a gif. No, don't make me explain what a gif is. We'll get to that during the break. A gif? Never mind. Right, okay. You don't get them on the Nokia. That's what you need oh, to right. know. Uh, right, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Twitter at Clyde SSB. Joe, you are still a winner. To be fair, let's not forget you've got the pair of tickets to the <coughs> summer night race meeting at your racecourse. Happy with that. Super, excellent guys, thank you very much Softens the blow, enjoy your night out on us Joe uh, And we'll do that again tomorrow on Friday Every night this week, so keep your ears open For that one, we are building up to a huge night in the Premiership It's five games I did say that you know something at stake in pretty much them all Title could be won at Tannadice Motherwell could take a huge step towards Europe at Fir Park Ross County will have that in their mind when they go to Ibrox Rangers looking to Seville St Johnson if they get anything Will relegate Dundee St Mirren Livy Okay uh, They're playing for places That's that's as good as I can do With no offence St Mirren fans And by the way Motherwell fans Farewell to a genuine legend I know the word gets thrown about Keith Lasley Synonymous with the club For as long yeah. as I can remember Final home game for him Before he heads off uh, To St Mirren So I'm sure there will be Terrible sound Shocking Some emotional <laughs> scenes I wonder if he'll take the mic One more time Um Right, so keep the calls coming in Tweet us as well Let's go back to Ibrooks. We can recap the Rangers team uh, No, sorry, back to Yeah, back to, to Ibrooks. Recap the Rangers team And we'll get the Ross County team from Gabriel as well Thanks Gordon Yeah, I'll give you the Ross County team first Their team lines have just come out They've made four changes from the tough 1-0 loss to Motherwell Four days ago Watson, Hungbo, Samuel and Burrows Are in for Randall Cancola Charles Cook and White's the team is as follows. Ross Laidlaw in goal as ever. A back four of Keith Watson, Jack Baldwin, Alex Jakovitti and Jake Vokins. Midfield three of Jack Burrows, Jordan Tilson, Ross Callahan, Blair Spittle and Joseph Hungbo out wide with Dominic Samuels leading the line. Uh, on the bench you've got Concola, Sims, Charles Cook, Drysdale, 
Neil Payton, White, Wright, McKinnon and Monroe. A quick recap of the Rangers team as well. Van Bronckhorst has made seven changes from their game on Sunday, going back to as close to full strength as possible. Team is as follows. Alan McGregor in goal, James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Calvin Bassey and Borna Barisic at the back. John Lundstrom and Glenn Kamara in midfield with Alex Lowry playing number 10. Scott Wright on the right, Aribo through the middle and Ryan Kent on the left-hand side. McLaughlin, Balogun, Sands, King, Ahmad, Davis, Ramsey, Sakala and Arfield are on the bench. No sign of Ryan Jack and Kemar Ruth, both not fit enough to even make the bench a huge concern for the jersey ahead of Seville in seven days' time. But it's still set to be a party atmosphere here at Ibrox with the club preparing for one of their biggest nights in their entire history. The referee this evening in Govan is Andrew Dallas. Uh, thank you to Gabriel. It's 01419511025. Scott is a Rangers fan in Falkirk. What's your point tonight, Scott? Hi, hi, Gordon. Uh, just on my way to Ibrox just now, and I, I thought I'd give a wee phone in. Lovely. So I, I heard you last week, and he mentioned that if the Rangers were to be successful in Seville, then that would be up there with the, the Barca Bears and maybe even just supersede it a wee bit there and, and say it's, it's probably better because of the difference in budgets, etc. Yeah, I, I think that's one you said, Hugh. I, I did say it would be better. In my estimation, as someone who was alive when Rangers won it 50 years ago, and having a clear understanding of how football was then, as opposed to how football is now, I think if Rangers won a European trophy now, it's bigger than the Barcelona Bears. And I, I you know, I've got good friends that played in that team. I hope the next time I see them, they don't. Uh, have retribution in mind but I just happen to think that it's bigger if Rangers win in Seville OK so would you would you then say that is it is it bigger than the Lisbon Lions uh, no I wouldn't say that uh, Kenny Miller wrote this and everyone on social media has turned it round to say that I wrote that it's easier to blame you it's yeah. more fun uh, but I'll be seeing <laughs> Miller on Friday to have words uh, I, I personally I, I think European Cup's a bigger trophy Celtic were the first British side to win it Not the first Scottish side The first British side uh, And there will always be a, a certain romance attached to it But I just think that uh, you know that one is enshrined Are you so disagreeing, Scott? I take it Well, Gordon, we all due respect then So if we do win in Seville We have one in Barcelona then So if we say two European trophies Is, is that bigger than Lisbon? So we're now, we're, now at, so we're now adding up two smaller yeah, European yeah. trophies to see if they amount to more than uh, again, the size of one. As I say, <laughs> I, I understand it's the games people play on Super Scoreboard and I have no objection to that. I've stood here for long enough uh, reveling in the fun. But I think if your team gets to a European final, and I've said to you that in this changed world that we have, of haves and have-nots I think it's amazing that Rangers have made it to the final I don't see why there's always this constant need To shout over at the, the Celtic fans You know, praise your own team Be wrapped up in the moment Be one of the tens of thousands Going to Seville via Morocco And all over the place <laughs> But, you know, Celtic's achievements are Celtic's And yours are yours The world does not necessarily have to be about my dad's bigger than your dad. Especially, Cammy, when it, it, there are two clear ways of looking at it, as Hugh says. Obviously, the European Cup slash Champions League is the premier competition and the Europa League is not. So, so on that very basic level, that's a, 
a point in the Celtic column, if you like. But then, as Hugh says, it's much harder to win a trophy now, and you look at the the money and all the rest of it. So that would be that would that would seriously elevate what Rangers can do next week. Whether that's enough to then tip Rangers over, I, I don't know. Does it matter? Uh, for me, it, listen, it's an absolutely amazing achievement. They've got to the final first and foremost. Um, I, I think Rangers will will win. I, I'm very confident. Um, listen, Frankfurt are a very good team as well, so I'm not underestimating. I'm just think the way that Rangers have played in Europe this season have been absolutely brilliant. Um, and if they win it, it is the biggest achievement for me in in the, probably the club's history. Uh, as Hugh said, finances these days dictate to a lot of who wins um, the European trophies. Rangers obviously don't have the finances of some other European giant teams that play in this competition. So that's got to be taken on board. And yeah, it's, it, it would be a huge achievement for me, obviously. If, if they go and win on, on Wednesday, it's the, it's the biggest achievement of a, a Scottish team this season. As Hugh says, Simon, it's all good fun. It's all good sport. But however, how anyone's expected to accurately compare two trophies in two different competitions, mm. decades and decades and decades apart, I, I'm not really sure how you do that. No, why, why would you want to kind of lower the value of what <coughs> Celtic achieved in 67 or the, the Barcelona Bears uh, with Rangers? Why would you want to, you know, just... F- it's not just on Radio Clyde. I've had it on my, my phone this week as well, guys, pulling your leg, what's more important... Why not just focus on your own club? You know, and Rangers deserve to be in the final. I, I spoke to somebody the other day. Every every game that I've watched Rangers recently from the quarterfinals or from Dortmund in, it's not a fluke. You know, they've, they've went out and attacked teams, scored goals, been the better team in both legs, deserve to be in the final. Can they go and do it next week? I think they've got a great chance. But, yeah, why not just focus on your own club? You know, it's, it's a fantastic... You look at Leipzig... Through millions at trying to build that team, you look at West Ham, English Premiership, they weren't good enough to get to the final. Rangers are, so... I bet you want to know it's the best achievement of, of all time. Of course you do. Of course, that's 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 Rangers <laughs> and Celtic fans, you know, trying that's... to get one over each other. But, you know, it's Celtic are going to win the league tonight. That's a good reflection on them because they've been up against mm. a good team. I don't think there's a lot between the teams. I think it's good for Scottish football. I think they're going to get huge finance... And it'll be interesting to see who they recruit with next year and how the title race is going to go next year. And what I would say as well is let, let's embrace what Scottish football potentially could do. We could have two teams in yeah. straight into the Champions League next season, which would be incredible. Going to be good fun going forward. Thank you to Scott. It's 01419511025. We'll take more calls and we'll bring you some team news from the other games next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans, Cammy Bell and Simon Donnelly are here until 11 o'clock tonight. A reflection of just how big an evening this is in the Scottish Premiership. So keep the calls coming. They're going to need your company between now and then. 0141-951-1025. I've learned my lesson though, because the last time we did an extended show... As I would normally do at 20 past 7 I started the full time teaser But I just never finished it And I just forgot (laughs) And to this day The answers remain unknown So So Finishing it tonight (laughs) We'll just leave it right No no full time teasers on extended shows You can keep your questions coming in We're going to need them between now and the end of the season So it's full time At Clyde1.com We would love to hear from you On that email We'll give you a wee shout out If we use your question 
Let's go around some of the other games Because there is so much at stake I keep saying it because it's true Let's try McDermott Park Arguably uh, the most crucial of them all uh, Dave Galloway is going to watch St Johnson Aberdeen Good evening Gordon As you mentioned earlier It's not quite all done and dusted Down at the foot of the table After Dundee's stirring win over Hibs last night That turns the pressure up uh, On uh, St Johnston just a little bit They still just need one more point To kill off any threat of automatic relegation However as we all know Football's not that simple and straightforward Could there be more twists and turns to come? Aberdeen will be delighted to see the back of a season that promised so much but delivered only bitter disappointment and flirtation with the drop. Victory for the Dons would restore a little bit of pride. 39 years to the day, incidentally, since they won the European Cup Winners' Cup against Real Madrid. However, they have the joint worst away wins record in the Premiership this season. Only twice have they taken all three points on the road and the last time that happened was right here, back in December. Let's look at the team lines then. St Johnson make three changes. In come Brown, Crawford and Middleton for Booth, McPherson and May. So it's Clark in goals. A back three of Cleary, Gordon and McCart. Midfield, Rooney, Halberg, Davidson and Brown with Crawford uh, placed behind Middleton and Hendry in attack. The substitutes Parrish, Mann, Bear, Craig, Butterfield, Sang, Chief G and Gilmore. Aberdeen, I can tell you, also make three changes. In come Montgomery, Ojo and Ruth. Out drop uh, McCrory, Hayes and Watkins. So it's Lewis in goals, Ojo, Gallagher, Bates and McKenzie at the back. Two sitting midfielders, Barron and Ferguson. Further forward, the three of Bissawin on the, the right, Montgomery on the left with uh, Paul Vara in the middle and uh, Ruth up top leading the line promising youngster Michael Ruth uh, getting a chance to show what he can do here at sunny McDermott Park uh, this evening um, and uh, the substitutes for Aberdeen Woods, Considine, McGeoch, Hayes, McLennan, Kennedy and Milne, Harvey and Lobin one or two youngsters on the bench as well and your match referee is David Monroe. That's a huge Night. If you look at the ramifications of the game at McDermott Park If St Johnston get anything, anything at all Dundee are down automatically, Simon It looks likely that that will happen anyway at some point But it can be confirmed tonight Yeah, and if St Johnston need any more incentive Which they shouldn't You know, it's Dundee getting three points last night So it's just, it's not quite over uh, They're not quite safe in that playoff spot So they'll have to go out tonight and, and and try and get a point, you know. Uh, they've looked as if they've going to go into that playoff all season, but just stranger things happen in football. So with Dundee getting the three points last night, it's it's an important one tonight for them. See, Simon's an optimist. He's a glass half full type, Cammy. He describes it as an extra incentive for St. Johnson. I wonder if it's extra pressure yeah. after last night. <laughs> it, it is pressure. There's been pressure on St Johnston all season because they've not performed and they've found themselves at the, at, at the bottom of the table. And listen, they're in a really vulnerable position. I think they would like to to get it over the line, you know, because there might be boys that are playing with, with a niggle or whatever, but they're having to play at the moment to make sure um, they are going to be in that playoff place. Um, and it would be an opportunity at the weekend to maybe give them a rest before the, the playoff game. But They've been in real bad form um, and as I said earlier in the show I think they've lost a little bit of their steel so they need to get that back and they were always a hard team to beat and they've lost that element of their game at the moment. Kick-off at Tannadice is coming up next. Number 
one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We're about to get underway at Tannadice. Let's go there before kick-off and speak to Andrew McLean. Yeah, well, Celtic very much in a position where we all expect they'll wrap up the league title, and that moment could just be 90 minutes away. The appointment of Ange Postacoglu was a step into the unknown for most of us in Scottish football at the start of the season, but he's quickly transformed this Celtic team, both in terms of personnel and style. He's built up a special bond with the Celtic supporters and avoiding defeat here tonight would mean a league title in his first season in charge his stamp is well and truly on this club already seven of the starting lineup are his signings another five of them on the bench he's already got a trophy in the bag and sealing a double was probably beyond what Celtic fans thought was possible at the start of the season when he took over but it's on track to happen either tonight or on Saturday there's plenty of fans here tonight that are hoping that it will be tonight they've taken over the stand behind the goal to my left there was a section over to the corner of my right as well Dundee United even had to cancel some home end tickets because they believed they'd been bought by some Celtic fans but the ones inside the ground tonight have already been singing about being champions ahead of this game and Ange Postacoglu wants them to burst through the finish line rather than stumble over it so we'll see if tonight's the night they officially seal top spot on the podium Goal Flashes with Aspire Industrial Services, leading the way in industrial and corporate branded workwear. And it's as simple as that. Hugh Keevans, yep. Celtic, get the job done tonight. They win the league. They'll possibly win it anyway. They'll probably win it anyway. But that's what lies in wait for the Celtic team and Ange Postacoglu. Well, Callum McGregor in the huddle there, I'm sure, saying to the Celtic players, look, let's get this done and properly. Let's be champions like champions. <laughs> So that's what I think Celtic will do I think they're good enough At Tannadice early on the season In December in fact uh, They had one of their very best displays of the season uh, If my memory serves me correctly They won 3-0 then I think they win 2-0 tonight Yeah uh, I'm just watching Celtic attacking down that Tannadice slope Putting one in for Giacomacchus here across Yeah like you I think uh, Celtic will want to try and win this in style tonight I think 2 or 3 now actually uh, The pitch looks good Looks to, to suit their style of play Sometimes Tannadice can be a wee bit Bare at this time of season But the, the surface looks really good tonight So I, I expect a, a 2 or 3 nil for Celtic Yeah, I'm, I'm with the guys I think it'll be a comfortable night for Celtic They've started really fast already So yeah, I think they'll be sort of they should get over the line pretty comfortably tonight um, I don't think it's a full strength Dundee United team they've put out at the moment either Hugh well, Keevans is eating his pizza I'll let him get back to it I just saw the I'm look just, in his I'm face just, when I I'm pointed at him watching the, the young kid there uh, Rory McLeod, 16 years of age His first start I believe tonight That's fantastic uh-huh. for the kid You know, really good He'll remember this night as long as his career And you know, it'll be interesting He looks so young 16, it's, it's remarkable One of those daft haircuts where he seems to have shaved, <laughs> shaved at the, the the bottom half of his head and Oh, the top come on, seriously I thought you were more down with the kids than that You've even got your granddad collar on <laughs> As they call it this evening You'll never be at the forefront of fashion like the man next to you I must but say good but luck you I was, was boyband the last time I was in that I was going to say, Cammy, The thought of Hugh Keevans in the jeans Trainers and sock combo that you're wearing Spread is just on jeans. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Can you imagine? What do you make of them, Hugh Keevans? Well, it reminds me of Elvis Presley in the fifties. <laughs> <laughs> They're like leggings, aren't they, Hugh? 
Uh, uh, Celtic with a, a flurry of chances early on Crosses into the box Cleared corner mm. kick Then it comes across And Anthony Ralston uh, Blazes one over the bar So a very positive start from Celtic yeah. Didn't he add a bit lax Simon there for that? Yeah it was a quick quick corner Clever corner Trying to catch them on the hop And it was Ralston of all people Popping up But just get underneath it And lifted it over the bar They look in the mood Cammy. Yeah, they've started really, really positively. Great pace about them and, the, and that excitement that they had earlier in the season, and um, th- they've got why they've got to where they are, uh, unbeaten for so long. So, listen, no, they've started really well. I think um, it's positive for Celtic. They're going down the hill at Tannadice as well, so they'll want to get a lead going into the second half. Good start from our one of our stats men, Andrew McLean. Joe Hart made his professional debut two years before Rory McLeod was born. Oh, wow, that's incredible. That's not bad, is it? No, uh, it's that, great, great for the the young guy to be part of this. There he goes, having a striker as well. Yeah, I like yep. that. You know, we're not blessed Giving in this country with a lot of very rarely see young, young strikers, strikers coming through. So, you know, you hope this kid's got not something. afraid, not afraid to give uh, Carl Starfield a little dunt there. He's he's at a great club for it as well because, as we know, Dundee United like to breed in their own sort of young players, and they've done that throughout this season. Listen, hats off to where they are this season because it's been an incredible achievement for them so far um, with playing so many youngsters throughout the season as well. Yeah. No one, no I wonder if that. they've had the quite the credit they deserve, or, no. or let's be specific, Tam Courts. He's yeah. had to watch Malky Mackay be nominated for Manager of the Year. He sits three points above Ross County. Yep. He is a new manager who's never yep. managed at this level before. Does breed a lot of youngsters. <clears throat> I wonder if he's been... He's not really been involved in any of the conversations. I think he has been overlooked a little bit, but probably because they, they've kind of sat up there all season, yeah. fluctuated between sort of... The, they've always yeah. been in the top six, so everyone's so what you're telling me expected is of them. Start the season badly, then <laughs> make a late run, and you'll get the, the credit you deserve. Well, it's all about perception at times, isn't it? I mean, Motherwell... Uh, Graham Alexander's been under a lot of criticism but I think the start to the, the season's yep, probably saved yep. their position you know they had a couple of talk about timings the point at Livingston yep. you know got them into the top six but yeah it's, it's peculiar how different mm. managers are seen but as Cammy says Dundee United have maybe in a, a weird way just been dismissed because they've been sitting in that fourth spot for quite I'll a long see. time yeah speaking of Motherwell they've got a huge game tonight they're in fifth which is a European spot they're two points ahead of Ross County but there's still football to be played and some interesting team news from Fir Park no Craig Gordon for Hearts he's on the bench they're giving Ross Stewart a go who I think started his career at Motherwell if memory serves me right Um, it's looking like I'm not convinced this website that I'm reading it from has it lined up properly so let's go Ross Stewart and goal Uh, Taylor Moore (laughs) is, <laughs> I'll just read them out one for one to eleven. This website's definitely wrong. Alex Cochran, Taylor Moore, Peter Haring, Nathaniel Atkinson, Ben Woodburn, Gary Mackay, Stephen, Andy Halliday back in the starting eleven. I thought he was crocked. Toby Civic in midfield as well. Josh Janelli up near Liam Boyce in attack. So leaving the likes of Stephen Kingsley, Ellis Sims, John Souter, Craig Gordon, Michael Smith all on the bench. So I wonder how they are approaching things ahead of the cup final. Cami Devlin. Uh, as well Don't know why I started With the away team By the way But the home side Have been Struggling with a bug In the camp And it's Proven to be quite damaging Because there's no Kevin Van Veen Main man Suspended for the first Two post-split games Has to come off the bench Unwell at the weekend Score the winner And he's back out Of the team now So Liam Kelly In goal uh, Back Four of Stephen O'Donnell 
Ojala's in there Ricky Lamy Jake Carroll Liam Donnelly Sean Goss Callum Slattery Dean Cornelius um, And Connor Shields And Joe Efford The most attacking players there as well So the likes of Robert Mann Bevis McGabby Liam Shaw Ross Tierney uh, Van Vina's in the bench again I should say Sam Campbell Victor Nirenold Kane Woolery Matty Connolly So very young In places Motherwell bench um, so that's going to be a fascinating fixture. Are Celtic still chapping at the door? I just watched James Forrest there uh, create a yard for himself in the box. Uh, it was blocked and went out for a Celtic corner, but just thought James Forrest, the irony after the, <laughs> the caller earlier on, could have popped up with a goal there. I should say, I think Kevin Van Veen was initially reported to be not involved at all for Motherwell, so that's clearly changed because he, he, he does appear to now be on the bench. So uh, let's bring Alan. Who is a Rangers fan in Canvas Lang? Alan, it's almost a full strength Rangers team tonight, a week away from the final. What do you make of that? Yeah, I think it was probably the the, the right move just to give all the guys a, um, a kind of run out and then rest them all on uh, Sunday against or Saturday against the uh, Hearts. Um, but at least a, a strong squad. So yeah, um, hopefully we'll get the result. But I just want to wish Rangers all the best. Um, you know, as a Rangers fan, we're absolutely buzzing. You know, we just were so excited to go. I cannot wait to get on that plane and go to Seville. It's just going to be phenomenal. Come on, then. You can't do that without telling us how many flights you're taking and how many continents you're crossing to get there. Right. Um, okay. So we are flying out um, from Gatwick. We're going to drive down um, on the earlier so Tuesday morning, flying out of Gatwick. Um, and then we're going into Granada and then we're hiring a car and driving from Granada um, to Seville from there so yeah going to be amazing by the way I've heard worse I've heard a lot worse that sounds uncomplicated have you got tickets Alan? Uh, unfortunately not you know, I want to give a, a wee shout out to the wee boy that's doing the, the, the raffle actually he's, he's in the Daily Record today and he's actually he's 14 years old and he's um, auction, not auctioning. He's um, doing the, the raffle for his tickets, um, and it's going towards uh, children with type one diabetes and oh, yeah. um, also autism. So it was a really good, uh, really good funding that we guys raised about twenty grand so far. So it's absolutely phenomenal. What That's an done. incredible gesture, Superb. given what yeah, the the appetite uh, yeah. for tickets and then some. Yep, I'm going to get a point to Alan because he's the first person that's called to say they're flying to Granada. There we go. Hadn't heard that one. That's a new route. I'll add it, Hugh. Um, I thought it was off to a ropey start when he said driving to Gatwick. I thought, mm, don't know if I fancy that. But from thereafter, fair play to him. Sounds sounds good to me. It sounds remarkably uncomplicated given the other calls we've had about people going via Morocco. Uh, <laughs> Morocco? Yeah. And a couple of people I... over the last few nights have phoned in. Leaving continental Europe <clears throat> to, to just make it easier. Yeah. Wow. Brilliant. Oh, with all sorts, you know, nine hour layovers here. And who's the boy who was in Istanbul getting a train from Istanbul? Yeah. We've then had people who are just, you know, expats or whatever coming over from California. Someone from Auckland, was it? Japan, I think. Okinawa, Japan. And these stories are just going to keep going and going. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm interested, Alan. Is on board with you, Cammy. He doesn't think you talk nonsense, don't you worry. Um, that Rangers are right, right to go strong tonight and then probably rest people against Hearts. I wonder what Hearts' approach to this is. It feels quite... Is it completely round the other way? I'm looking at the bench. So Stephen Kingsley, Ellis Sims, Craig Gordon. Right, so that, that seems like it's yep. round the other way. Michael Smith, Cammy Devlin and John Souter, they've not been fit, so... Kind of hard to assess them I mean Andy Andy, for instance Andy Halliday Who's on this show 
has been has been struggling with injury. And yeah. You know, he's back in tonight. Not quite as clear what Hearts are doing. Yeah, a, a little bit different. Uh, again, with, if Andy's struggling with injury, I'm very surprised he's going to going to play. Oh, it's a close chance for Celtic. Very there. close. Yep. Celtic. It looks like a matter of time, but nothing yet. Yep. Um, no. So uh, again, Andy, I, I'm surprised if he's carrying an injury before such a big game that he's getting rest to play. But he must feel that he, he's fit enough to play. Um, I think again, Hearts will play a stronger team on Saturday, um, mm. and they give them again. It's a full week that I'm saying it mm. keeps yeah. that continuity about their, their week and working week that the players are used to. Um, so yeah, I would expect them to play a stronger team on Saturday and just get the the, the sort of yeah. team that they are wanting to play in the cup final together on on Saturday against the, Rangers. The, their injured ones are interesting. As Joe Hart comes forty yards out his goal, Andreo Hatati. <laughs> Takes it by him. Um, <laughs> what Joe Hart is doing out there is anybody's guess. It doesn't come to anything, by the way. I quickly, know he likes to get involved. Quickly, because I know we're a bit pushed for time, but just whilst we're on this, John Souter, Cami Devlin, and, and Michael Smith. Is John Souter playing tonight? Sorry. No, he's not. So they're in the bench and they've not played because yeah. they've been yeah. injured. So. Mm. If they were going to play the cup final Part of the game tonight And then so, part yeah. of the game on Saturday yeah, Maybe that the, the way to yeah, go about I, it I think As Cammy says I think mm. it's obviously Their big games The following week The following Saturday So I think yeah That'll be In Robbie's thinking uh, But John Souter Yeah hasn't played for a long time So I think He needs to get a wee bit of game time tonight If not Start the game on Saturday Interesting Thank you Alan And Cambus Lang Enjoy the trip well do guys Good man Hopefully just say, yeah. see, see, just, see Andy Halliday's no injured He's in the middle of Booking his first flight Out to Seville <laughs> <laughs> Well he, he better not be Alan Because he's meant to be On this show on Wednesday night So we'll keep an eye on him We'll get his passport Taken off him Thank you Alan Stay in touch Let us know how the trip goes 12 minutes gone Dundee United nil Celtic nil Celtic on top Kick off in the other Four games Is coming next You the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Quarter take kickoffs getting underway around the country. Some big ones. Ibrooks, of course, where it will be a party atmosphere. Uh, Seville very much in the mindset there. Relegation could be confirmed for Dundee, who are not playing tonight. But if St Johnson get anything against Aberdeen, Mark McGee's men are down. Motherwell looking to strengthen their hold on the last remaining European place. Uh, they are struggling with a bug there at home to Hearts. And we're just letting St Mirren and Livy play for places. A bit of extra prize money, a bit of pride. And uh, we'll see what happens there. So still goalless, obviously, in the Rangers game because it's very early. Celtic have started very brightly, Hugh. They've yeah. not found the breakthrough yet, but they've they've started in the front foot. Oh, they are swarming all over Dundee United 16 minutes in. Uh, James Forrest, just to repeat, <coughs> is having a, a fine evening. Uh, good passing, good vision. Um, but so far, the Dundee United goal, it's under siege, but it hasn't been seriously troubled. Uh, but you have to think that it's a, a matter of time. Yeah, I think Celtic have started a lot brighter than they certainly did at the weekend. They really get caught cold by Hearts. Uh, they've started this as Hugh says on the front foot without really carving any clear cut chances they've had a, a few flashed across the, the goal face but nothing really clear cut yet but it's all the flow is going downhill and it's all in Celtic's favour Talking about famous slopes in Scottish football did you notice that the Fir Park slope is, is going at the is end it? of the yeah. season really? they'll never be able to get rid of it completely I right. think so it'll be a mini slope but just when you well, I think everyone acknowledges it's the best pitch in the league or one of yep. them 
They're actually going again They're going for another upgrade They're going for a hybrid surface In the summer right. And um, as part of that this, The famous slope Will slightly disappear Incredible I've played there so many times Over my over my years And you Do know you notice that, it when you're playing? I, you know something I don't think Is you it really more when you're there. sitting In the it's dugout It's more when you're sitting And you're looking at that Stand down to go And it's but it disappears almost uh, I, th- I think this one definitely When we were at Dundee United I definitely liked Playing down the slope In the second half With Dundee United You know I, I think We noticed it more there Than you would do At Fir Park yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree When I had a season At United as well I, I think you, you almost Try and use it To your advantage right. um, Because you're, you're Obviously playing it A lot more um, But when you're Playing as an opposition You're aware of it You're going there And you're thinking um, You need to get over the line In the first half Again Celtic will want To try and get a goal uh, hold that thought We've got one of these All ready Goal flashes <coughs> With AspireGlasgow.com And it's Motherwell Who strike first Motherwell was, won Hearts nil oh, No, no, no that, that was unrelated Unrelated <laughs> Motherwell have taken the lead And it's Joe Efford uh, Slattery releases Shields with a brilliant ball The first shot's blocked And then the net's Pretty much empty For Joe Efford uh, to tap home I mean I must admit Hugh One of our old colleagues well, He's not old colleague He's just sort of Being rented out elsewhere At the moment Alex Ray oh. I'm a bit confused here Because Rangers are playing And he has told me That Motherwell are one up And he sent me a wee Picture Of the game So he's got um, Different priorities tonight There you go Well Mother will be set by problems oh, He's there In fact I thought it was a picture Of his computer screen He's actually at oh. the game So I'll need to get a We right. phone him For a half time report Maybe Reading are interested yeah. in one of your motherwell players. Got an eye on one of your Ooh. players. Who could it be? Well, Kevin Van Veen, and he's on the bench. <laughs> anyway, I mean, the effort that three minutes in, uh, Robbie Nielsen will not be happy. Yeah, he will not. Celtic very much on the front foot. They fire one over from the edge of the box. That's the slope that did that, though. Hatate. That's, on, that's <laughs> only going two yards over the bar at the other end. Hatate blazes it over the bar, uh, and we've seen how he can finish. It just falls to him nicely at the, bo- at the edge of the box here. Abada working it back in. Some quick feet. I don't know if he means to. I think that just falls Oof. to Hatati, but it's wild. I could have finished with that. Yeah, wild. <laughs> the thought. Getting the hush puppies right under the ball. <laughs> and just sending it over. Uh, yeah, Dundee United nil, Celtic nil, 20 gone. Celtic really knocking at the door. No sitters, no glaring chances at this stage. Well, I've had a good few sights at goal, let's be honest. It's just, just been the, the finishing touch. To Joe Hart taking a walk. You, know, you see it quite frequently now. In uh, English football, we saw Allison uh, almost getting to bother for Liverpool midweek. He saw the Leeds goalkeeper on Sunday costing his team a goal against Arsenal. Uh, you know, goalkeepers with the ball at their feet are a worry, and and yet the modern day game insists that you start playing the ball about your own penalty area with the goalkeeper involved. I, I, Come on, Cammy, put this guy right. This is no, your big moment Listen no I, I, I think um, goalkeepers nowadays Should be as good as an outfield player with their feet um, Listen <laughs> Listen no Some of them I mean Ederson's some probably Ederson's, Ederson's probably one of the best of Man City's players So um, Yeah again I get it Sometimes It's it's a new era um, Over the next sort of 10 years I would expect that to evolve even more um, And mm. the young goalkeepers that are getting trained from a young age Are, are first and foremost you're, you're playing with your feet Because even when I finished my career mm. It was a lot of it was playing out from the back And with your feet and working on your touch So, But yeah listen, If you make a mistake as a goalkeeper There's nobody yeah. behind you to stop it So it's going to go in the back of the net So that's just um, part and parcel of being a goalkeeper Is there a danger Hugh that we let isolated incidents of mistakes Or even worse, you know, nearly <laughs> mistakes Cloud our judgement 
Because if Celtic win the league It's a fair case to say That their style of play works And my yeah. goodness If we're talking about Alisson or Ederson Well their style of play Certainly works Are we, are we clouded because There are the odd Heart and mouth moment Does that mean it's wrong? Uh, well, heart No pun intended Yeah uh, The heart uh, Moment in isolation What on earth mm-hmm. Is he doing well, I get that But you know A league is a quite a good Representation of a season Celtic have played 36 games Plus whatever in the cups How many times Has it cost Celtic? Uh, I, I I couldn't give you a figure off the top of my head. Would it be I, many? I'm talking about in general terms in the game. Mm. Uh, uh, I find it you know surprising that so much activity takes place of that type in the, the one area of the park that mm. you have to defend but, like nobody's business. But that's my point. In the greater scheme of things, is it not a tactic that's actually working? But you're just remembering the moments where it comes. And by the way, not the moments where it doesn't work. The moment, the moments where it risks not working. Well, the, the the fact that I can give you a couple of risks mm. prove that it, it it does happen periodically. How many times has it cost Celtic? I'm not talking about Celtic. I'm talking about in, in the mm. game in general. This mm. the, the 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 boy at uh, at Leeds on Sunday, <coughs> Allison, uh, the other night. Um, you know, the guy at Leeds on Sunday though. Again, it's just a poor touch. That's what it is. It's it's a, it's a bad touch. And, and again, if you look at the outfield players today, they'll take a bad touch. But then you've got maybe if it's a midfielder, the defenders there to mop up, or the goalkeeper can make a save. If he takes a bad touch, it's going to be risky. Listen, I watched that game, and he he probably should have been wider of his goal because he left himself wide open. That he's taking a touch right in front of his goal. Um, so. Yeah, that, that was a poor mistake, but I think the way that Celtic play it, it helps them. It draws teams out towards mm. them. They want to go and close them down. Then they can play through the... Who's there again? And behind them, yeah, he's, he's halfway up the pitch there, Joe Hart being involved. I think it's, it's always going to be an unfair comparison, Simon, because you'll never really know how many times... You know, if, if, if Joe Hart or Ederson or Alisson or whoever, if they lump the ball up the pitch, yeah. you'll never really know how often that then leads to the other team getting possession, the other team getting possession, and that eventually costing you a goal. You'll never know. Yeah. But of course, when it goes back in it, if it's a blatant mistake, but to go back to the more general point, if Celtic win the league, Ange Postecoglou can say style of play was right. Yeah, and who am I to argue with his style of play from when he came in? As he says, he's going to go and win the league here. But I know what you're saying. You know, I go back to the game at. Celtic Park when it was one each with 20 minutes to go Giacomacus was on the pitch I was covering the game and as a fan looking at it you're like just hit Giacomacus because I thought that at that time they were inviting unnecessary pressure on Mm -hmm. Rangers had their tails up so it's maybe recognising when and when not to do it but again Ange might come out and say he wants to do it Mm -hmm. all the time Uh, and as Cammy says when there's a mistake at that line of defence it's something well Nine times out of ten, it's going to result in a goal. I can remember the one Man City Liverpool at Wembley. Yep, yep. Recently as yep. well. So some t- listen, it's it's working for Ange, and I know what your argument is. I, I can't off the top of my head think of Joe Hart making one mistake that's led to a goal with the ball at his feet this year. Can you? I can't really. Nope. Got another one of these. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. It's a quick equaliser for Hearts It's Josh Ginelli What a start to the game At Fir Park Motherwell took an early lead Through Joe Efford But they've not been able to hold it For long at all Josh Ginelli Has equalised for the Jambos And we are clearly watching The wrong games Hugh Keevans <laughs> Well Andrew's team selection is a failure So they can just take them off And bring on Kyogo Maeda uh, but You were Celtic 25 minutes in now I'd like to see the possession stats But no cutting edge No they've not really created any clear cut chances There's a lot of bodies in that box Dundee United are 
defending resolutely so it's, it's difficult for Celtic to open them up at the moment it shouldn't be uh, that difficult you know Dundee United are under strength by choice I mean if you leave Tony Watt and Charlie McGrew on the bench that's your call if you play a 16 year old up front that's your call as well uh, but for all the pressure the domination and for all the swarming around the Dundee United goal there, there hasn't been one clear cut chance in 25 minutes and it's great about these times of the season Cammy, where you start looking you know, various other places as well uh, when Motherwell go a goal up Dundee United and certainly Ross County are not happy with that they're looking for Hearts to do them a favour now if you are yep. those teams as uh, Motherwell and Dundee United you've probably been banking on Ross County not winning at Ibrooks. Yep. Um, but right now it's as you were because all three games are a draw it just so happens both Motherwell and Hearts have scored yeah it's so tight it's uh, it's really interesting that sort of place for Europe and, and push for Europe at this point in the season it's uh, it's going to go right to the wire um, we all know that um, but yeah it's evenly poised at the moment Celtic again they started the game really really well they had a couple of opportunities where they flashed the ball across the face of goal and Dundee United defended well got the ball out for corners and they've kind of settled down into the game Dundee United yeah. a little bit um, they've got a little bit of possession there's your answer um, 75% yeah, for no Celtic, sh- no shots on target. Yeah, they've got eighteen touches in the opposition's box to yeah. none. But again, I was going to say that Seagrass hasn't made a save yet, so that that's the most important thing um, for from Dundee United's point of view that they, they haven't Celtic haven't troubled the goalkeeper. No, they're all possession, no penetration. Yeah, it's certainly been a, a dominant possession game so far, Simon. But maybe just looking for a bit more. Uh, the thing about no shots on target, that's Celtic's. Fault in front of goal rather than yeah, not being bl- able to get into those areas. You know they've blazed a couple over yeah. that they should have done better. Yeah, Ralston with. had an effort. Hatati had an effort, uh, and yeah, they did come out the traps very quickly. The first fifteen minutes, as Cami says, Dundee United maybe have settled into a pattern of play here. You know, hold ma- on. There we go. Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com. And Rangers have taken the lead We said they were back to pretty much full strength tonight And one man who's maybe making a late and unexpected run For a place in the Europa League final Is Scott Wright Who would have said that not so long ago And he's the man that's opened the scoring It's a set piece from the training ground Corner in, Goldson with the flick on And Scott Wright nips in to just tap the ball into the back of the net 13 gone and it's Rangers 1, Ross County 0 yeah, great, great start, and it's a great ball in from Barisic on the on the left hand side, uh, outswinging ball. But we've seen it time and time again where Goldson gets to the front post, flicks it on, and Scott Wright just gambles and gets in behind. It's just a tap in from two or three yards, uh, well worked goal because Rangers have done that time and time again this season. He could he could work his way into this cup final team, you know. Played in the semis. Uh, yeah, I think I was on the show yep. and I, I picked him as the, the striker when Roof wasn't, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't know if. Every Rangers fan was over enamoured with that, but you know, he came on at Celtic, made a difference, was involved in the goal, and Gio seems to have faith in him. So, you know, he could play himself right into this cup final. He team. absolutely could. He's hitting form right at the right time. He's been a very important player for Rangers recently. Um, again, obviously, we felt that natural striker, they've had to adapt, and, and Scott Wright's done brilliant since he's came in, been really key for Rangers. Um, and as Simon says there, that I think he's he's got a real chance of playing uh, and starting in that Europa League final. I mean, Hugh, the ninety minutes and the outcome tonight is not that relevant for Rangers, but you would still rather, especially if your full team is on the pitch, 
win the games and, and of course you know if you, I don't know if you need your confidence boosted ahead of a Europa League final um, but you would certainly rather it that way than, than losing a game or failing to get all three points and Wright in recent weeks has looked lively uh, as you said he's creeping towards a place there uh, another chance for Celtic blazed over yeah. again by Hatati. Oh, yeah. he can't get his elevation yeah. right at no. all it's the slope I'm telling you it is the slope but that's what I was sort of the point I was trying to make earlier that's a really good chance for Celtic Simon the good fact point. that it doesn't hit the target that again that's just that's bad finishing yeah. uh, Celtic are getting into he's hit it better than the areas. last one that he had there you know he's just kind of cut across Sliced that it, a bit. it was a nice nice bit of football to kind of almost let it run through him and play a little one two I'm not sure who he bounced it off might have been Jack and Marcus at the edge of the box but yeah then just let the shot get away on him well you know the stats don't lie. Uh, Celtic have had 75 possessions and Dundee United's 25. Dundee United have not caused Joe Hart to do anything other than go for a walk towards Lochie. Uh <laughs> But it just will not go in at the moment. Uh, Joseph Hungbord, a good run uh, down the right for yep. Ross County. Memories of him doing that earlier in the season. I think he scored from he, it, didn't he? He's a dangerous player, he is. He, he's a good player, I rate him. Um, he is. He, he was trying to cut on uh, that, that left hand side and get on his left foot to to get a shot away, but it was well defended by Rangers. Rangers have been really dominant in this first period uh, of the game. They've created another couple of chances since the goal. They've been um, threatening the goal, uh, th- so they'll be looking to try and get a decent result tonight, as in two or three, and 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 keep that momentum going because they've been playing well at the moment. So they just need to keep building on that. Um, obviously, we, we hope there's no injuries um, going and get through tonight's game and rest a few bodies on Saturday Fair play to Dundee United they have withstood enormous pressure but they, they look composed uh, they have yet to figure out a way to bring Joe Hart into the game but uh, they don't look overawed by the start that Celtic have made they've been dominated but they haven't been defeated Is that not a bit like the weekend though Simon you know at Rangers Dundee United it, it was just one way traffic and you can you can keep yeah. that up to a point <clears throat> yeah, I caught, I caught bits of that game as well. Uh, Dundee United didn't really offer anything in terms of attack. Uh, tonight, they haven't done that either yet. But, you know, they've, they've kind of seen off that first 15 minutes of Celtic. Here we see Celtic attacking again down the right-hand side here with Abada. Yeah, it's really nice footwork. He's done that a few times. It's just when it gets to the edge of that box, yeah, even that, that time, Jackie yeah. tries a flicked pass through. Yeah. I think it was Greg Taylor, was it, on the overlap? Yeah, Abada, Abada doesn't get the first pass right there either, and Jackie Marcus overhits. This is a good position, dangerous position to pick the ball up in. Working back in the park here, that pass has to be better. It's behind Hitate, and then Jackie just gets that one wrong. I think it's James Forrest. Actually on the outside left there But yeah The most important pass Is that, that final mm. one And Celtic just haven't Got that quite right I don't yet. think Abada Could have taken it on himself He possibly could have But when he's worked In the part there too There's there's four players there You need to pick somebody out Put it in their path Give them the chance Of a finish And he's played it Just behind Hitati uh, Remember as things stand Celtic will be champions Tonight They don't need to do Much uh, At Tanadice A point would certainly uh, do it. It looks like it's a matter of time anyway, so a point would be enough as things stand. Celtic will be champions tonight. Rangers are winning at home to Ross County thanks to Scott Wright. Motherwell and Hearts are poised at one all. Motherwell took an early lead uh, and Hearts with an early equaliser. Still nothing between St Mirren and Livy and nothing between St Johnson and Aberdeen. Oh, but oh, again, oh. as things stand, that would mean Dundee are relegated. Because uh, St Johnson have a point at the moment. Jackie Marcus is furious 
um, about a challenge on him from Ryan Edwards. We'll just get another look at it. It's just the follow through. Yeah. Those are difficult ones, aren't they? Si? You guys have played. <clears throat> difficult to work out if you meant it. Yeah, well, you're not. Intent isn't meant to matter. You know, mm. everyone knows what's it's happened. It's he's it's cleared the ball and his studs yeah. have got Jackie yeah. Mackers, but. Yeah. Only, only he knows if he's deliberately left the, the yeah. studs. But, in but like bit. I said, the rules don't really allow for whether it's deliberate or not. Mm. It, yeah, and that's where it can be difficult. One, so you, you can end up in trouble for that, Cammy, for yeah. what yeah, Ryan Edwards. No, he's done. totally kind of. Um, it's a dangerous one. It depends how the the referee interprets it, really. To be honest, um, and how he sees it, that if there's aggression in it, and as you say, how much he catches a player. I don't listen. What seeing that back, there wasn't a great deal in it. I don't think we'll we'll make too much of that one. But I get what you're saying. Um, Gordon, you don't need to have that intent. It's, it's whether you actually catch him or not. Uh, nothing really doing there, though. Jackie Marcus's protests waved away by the referee. It's still one way traffic at Tannadice, but that traffic hasn't found its way past Benjamin Segrist yet. Uh, Ross County doing a fair bit of, of defending as well, doing okay, yeah. but they have been breached from a set piece. They're, they're, again, it's been relentless from Rangers, pressure, um, possession for them, and again going towards the Ross County goal, so they're kind of hanging in at the moment. Um, if Rangers get that second goal, you'd just imagine the floodgates to open because they're, they're playing really good stuff. Alex Lowry's been at the, the forefront of it. He's been in a lot of great positions and, and took the ball in really well, trying to thread them balls through that he does. Um, so it, it's great to see him. There are a few permutations, Hugh, some have not mentioned. With Ross County now losing uh-huh. and Dundee United holding on as it stands, that would be Dundee United guaranteed European football next season. So, and that, What a triumph that would be for Tam Courts. Um, so as I say, Celtic, they may have come to cross the line at speed and like champions, but they have flattered to deceive uh, the, all the possession none of the penetration and they're 10 minutes away from going in nil-nil at half time yeah I w- you wonder how Ange Postacoglu feels about it Simon because obviously outcome is the most important thing yeah. but so I, I don't know is there a, a possibility that he acknowledges that there may be just better shooting away from you know from being in a position yeah. you know would, would he be concerned or he wouldn't have thought so I, I don't think so I don't think so all the traffic is going towards the Dundee United goal uh, oh hold on this is huge goal flashes with aspireglasgow.com and it's St Johnston 1 Aberdeen 0 that would certainly uh, keep St Johnston in the division for now it would avoid the automatic relegation and it's Callum Hendry son of Colin as he's always known, who has scored the goal for St Johnson, spent a spell at Aberdeen, of course. Uh, Glenn Middleton cut back, a Callum Hendry finish. And it won't be a classic season either way, but when they look back on it, Callum Hendry's goals will have been a big part in not finishing bottom. Yeah, massive. And again, he, he spent a, a part of the season at Kilmarnock this season as well. Yep. So um, you've got to remember that, that he's not been at St Johnson the whole season. So. He's, he's had a great return since he's came back to the club He's a good player um, I think he's a difficult striker to play against Works really, really hard And he's a decent finisher um, But it would be a massive result for St Johnston tonight If they can get that win And just uh, It would allow them to properly prepare for the, the playoff game That they're going to be involved in Because that's It's huge to the club It's going to be really, really tough as well No, no matter if they play Arbroath or Inverness But again, how poor a season are Aberdeen having? Yeah, I was it's going to say really, really poor Hugh well, it's still a long way to go But if it finishes like this It's just like Hibs and Aberdeen are in the same position They've already blown it They've had terrible seasons They've got nothing left And the teams that have something to play for 
over the last two nights are showing that Yeah but the size of the transition needed at Petaudry becomes more and more evident with every passing week I think Jim Goodwin's won one game since he became the Aberdeen manager uh, St Johnston are having their 37th game of the season tonight in the league and that is their 24th goal that's a mm. terrible return yeah. but what does it say about Aberdeen? Yeah but I, th- I think the kid Hendry has done remarkably well anything positive for St Johnson recently any results he's he's notched a goal you know you've looked back over the the second half of the season he's popped up with some really crucial yep. goals as you say Gordon probably kept him in that position uh, and he's scored another important one tonight Aberdeen two away wins all season Aberdeen it's shocking that, I mean, that, that same Aberdeen that are one of the biggest clubs in the country they've won 10 league games this season that's horrendous that's really really poor for an Aberdeen side that's shocking to be honest um, and it just shows you where they are at the moment it's a massive massive summer for Jim Goodwin up there um, he, again what I would say is he, he probably he's got a big summer to turn it around but he's going to be under pressure from the start of the season because of the way that it's, it's been since he's came in as Hugh says he's won one game since he's came in it's, it's not been great reading but again he's got the excuse that it's not his players at the moment but it's definitely not worked So it's a huge summer for Aberdeen Yeah I'm not sure anyone's out to get Jim Goodwin Hugh They acknowledge the rebuild that's on Yeah um, Which is, is probably Just as well then They just want the season finished don't they That's the, yeah. the best way to describe it And the, the fans certainly do um, you know, It's simply not good enough I'm not harping on about Fergie and European trophies and all the rest of it. I'm simply talking about Big chance Celtic and the pass is just too heavy It is James Forrest being a shoe size bigger away yep. from Celtic being in front. Yeah, they've, they've broke down the pitch there. Jackie Marcus misses the header. Jackie Marcus playing it into the box. He'd found himself out on the right hand side there. And yeah, we're just watching it again here, but we're looking at possibly an offside. Jackie Marcus, and he's trying to find James Forrest, who just cannot get his foot on it. Celtic are what I don't know, Hugh, an inch away from taking yeah. the lead, two inches. It, the Call game, it what you like. The game is like a training exercise. Dundee United very rarely cross the halfway line, but if it was a training exercise, I think Ange Postacoglu would be walking on the park and blowing the whistle and saying, hey, "What are you doing?" <laughs> because this is, uh, you know, it's like a training exercise. But Celtic aren't carrying out the training exercise properly. Talking about training exercise, I'm watching the Rangers game, it's been walking pace, which suits Rangers, listen, it gets minutes in these guys' legs, but it's been absolutely controlled, walking pace for them at times, just passing the ball, keeping it, um, and penetrating the goal as well of Ross County, and, but it, yeah, they're well in control of this game, and it's suiting them perfectly at the moment, as I say, getting game time in the players' legs, but also, there's been no stress in mm. it so far. Uh, that's the chance of the game at Tannadice, so isn't it, Simon? Yeah, and again, just the... The most important pass in the attack is the final one. You know, it has to be weighted right. Very similar to Jota at the weekend, playing it in for, for Maeda. Dundee um, United break. Yes, a real attack for Dundee United. It's a nice turn on the edge of the box. Really nice footwork, Oof. but the shot doesn't match. It's way wide. And that will be disappointing for Tam Courts. Archie Mikasin with some nice footwork. Because in, in a game like this, you, if you're only going to get up the pitch couple of times every 40 minutes you sort of need yeah. to try and make it count but I, I pay tribute to the, the young men to Archie and to Rory uh, you know they're, they're being schooled here by Celtic but they refuse to give in uh, and you can't help but feel that mm. 
in the 30 games that Celtic played before they got here they can't have been as wasteful as they have tonight uh, and for Rangers Conor Goldson gets his head on another set piece he'll yeah. be disappointed actually Cammy because yeah. he's miles wide but he, he gets a good his, connection on it loses his marker Gordon and, and it's a good header good connection he's just got the direction wrong just wide of the goal but again Rangers look a real threat from set piece good ball in from Barisic as well um, so yeah as I say it's been really controlled and comfortable for Rangers so far so they'll be hoping this night continues for them don't forget we're in uncharted Waters here We're not often on In midweek during the games You can pick up the phone While the games are on You're more than welcome to 01419511025 And if you don't want to do that That's fine But you really need to step up To the plate at half time And full time Come on Who wants to listen to us for All night Get involved uh, Certainly at the break Or later on It's lovely skill From Matt O'Reilly The overhead kick Attempt from Jackie Macus Not quite so lovely and I think it goes out for a goal kick in the end. He's having a bit of a night, Giacomacus. Uh He's lost his composure over a, a tackle and he's just not having the best Spe- of night at all. Spectacular yeah. effort if it comes off. But it's as I say, very, very difficult, that one. I could have done that as well, Sid. <laughs> I, never, I never had an overhead kick in my, my career. But yeah, good footwork. Never again. even try one. I don't even remember trying one, to be honest. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, but good, uh, as you say, footwork from O'Reilly. Player that I, I really have enjoyed watching since he came into the Celtic team. And one that you would think had have the ability to open up this kind of tight defence of the United. Mm. They've, they've had no problem opening it up. They've just had a Shooting bit it. of difficulty uh, after that happens. And oh, there's goodness. another one. That's that, it's that last bit of quality that yeah. they've lacked. Um, just they, they get up to that final third, no problem. And then it's just that last bit of quality to get that Penalty, goal. Rangers. James Tavernier fouled after Alex Lowry uh, puts him through. So you'd imagine the captain uh, will take it because he always does. And he more often than not scores. He had his one off moment, didn't he, at Dens earlier the season he steps up goal flashes with aspireglasgow.com and of course he scores it's James Tavernier from right back with his 18th goal of the season puts it to the keeper's left and Rangers are on easy street yeah it's, it's great play again nice they've, they've been doing this all game just one twos round about the edge of the box Tav plays a one two with Alex Lowry um, and it's a clear oh fall yeah He's tripped him uh, and it's Yakoviti will be getting an Listen, earful from his manager. He could have had a wee bit more defence with the one at the weekend against your team. Yes. But that one, not there. Yeah. Wow. Um no, so again, a slow it, motion it, slide on James Tavernier. There's absolutely no need for him to go in there and, and make the challenge. He's out wide of the goal. There's there's no threat. Tav would put a ball in the box, but they had a lot of bodies back and yeah, it was well dispatched by Tav as yeah. he does from the penalty spot, right in the corner. Ross Laidlaw went the right way but couldn't quite get to it. Can you do much more than Ross Laidlaw? No. Does there? Listen, that, that's an unbelievable penalty, and that, that's why he's, again, he's so good at set pieces, mm. so important for Rangers. For me, one of the most important players for Rangers is James Tavernier, and he's, he's done it consistently, um, and he deserves all the plaudits he's getting at the moment because, listen, there was a period of time people were giving him stick, and now he's, for me, has dragged Rangers to where they are at the moment, in, this moment in time. Did you have a favourite side to dive if you were a keeper? No, to, see, to be honest, Gordon, I kind of watched run-ups, to be honest. Uh, towards the end of my career, I was I studied it quite a lot. Um, and, and I think you can kind of tell which way a, a player's going to go with his penalty through the run-up. Um, again, a penalty like that, I don't think savable. 
um, no matter how early you go, it's right in the corner, it's great pace, the pace has beat the goalkeeper, so, but yeah, I, I think goalkeepers nowadays do a lot of studying, Ross Laidlaw watched Tav's penalties, I know he changes it up quite a bit as well, so mm. it's difficult sometimes, but the run-up can sometimes tell a little bit of the story. Celtic again, just knocking and knocking at the door, a couple of corners blocked, is the half-time whistle going to spare Dundee United this time? Yes, yes. it is, let's get the eyewitness account from Andrew. Dundee United nil, Celtic nil. The halftime score at Tannadice. The visitors on track to wrap up the league title tonight, as it stands. But they haven't troubled Benjamin Segrist so far. They had a few early chances. The first one, a short corner, was taken quickly. It was worked to Anthony Ralston at the front post, but he blazed over. Celtic kept on chapping at the door. James Forrest with a shot that was blocked before going wide. Jakimakis couldn't convert then from a tight angle. A few minutes later, Rio Hotatis had a couple of efforts himself. The second came around the half-hour mark. It was a nice one-two between himself for Giacomakis but he sliced that effort off target only one opportunity for the home side so far it was really nice footwork by the youngster Archie Mikasin at the edge of the box he created space for himself but the left footed shot was fired wide from 18 yards no goals but the title party edging closer for Ange Postacoglu's side the half time score so far it's done the United nil, Celtic nil. are the away fans just in party mode anyway Andrew I mean the the result actually if it stays like this would see Celtic crown champions anyway or are they starting to get a bit frustrated at the lack of goals no I don't think there's been much frustration so far from the Celtic fans even before the game kicked off they were singing about being champions they feel it's wrapped up I mean it it looks as if it will be wrapped up whether it is tonight whether it is on Saturday but they are in full party mode and I said before the game that Dundee United had cancelled some tickets for the home end because they believed some had been bought by Celtic fans I actually saw about halfway through the half that it looked as if a Celtic fan had actually been huckled out of the home end by security so a few have managed to make it in there or one has certainly made it in there at least but uh, he's not going to see the title party if it happens tonight Ange Postacoglu doesn't give much away on the touchline has that been the case again tonight? Yeah he's been relatively calm so far he does show his frustration the odd time maybe throws his hands up in the air if Celtic work the ball into a good position inside the box and plays a shot wide it's happened a couple of times Antti Ralston very early on at the near post Rhea Hattati has had a couple of efforts off target Ange Postacoglu just kind of turning round maybe half throwing his arms up and looking at the bench at those opportunities but I don't think he'll be too frustrated with what he's seen so far and of course Celtic have plenty to look at at the bench the likes of Jota Rogic Maida Kyogo and Turnbull as well so Ange Postacoglu I think he'll be relatively happy Celtic have had the bulk of possession but they just need to maybe work the ball into better areas and get some shots on target yeah, you want to win every game Simon and do it convincingly and a bit of style and all the rest of it if it was to stay like this I'm not sure we'll get any calls in two years time saying oh, I can't believe we dropped points in the the night we wrapped up the title there's sort of one job and one job only to be done tonight yeah that's right they've got themselves into the position just to get the point and over the line they would like to win the game I think they've did enough in that half you know without really having the shooting boots on I think that's maybe where the frustration lies with the Celtic support at the moment and you'll just be re-emphasising to them and he's he's got guys on the bench there that he can bring on as well I wouldn't be surprised if he looks to the hour mark and changes a few if, if the goals aren't quite going in by then yeah I mean Celtic before tonight 30 matches played 5 draws 25 wins and in none of those 30 matches have they been as wasteful as they have been tonight uh, the attempts at goal have been very poor none on target none uh, so maybe shooting towards their own fans behind the goal in the second half uh, will inspire them uh, but a very young, inexperienced Dundee United side 
still at nil nil. Yeah, Cammy again. That that's it's pretty easy to sum up. It's, it's missed chances. It's it's missed target. That that's about all that's really going wrong for Celtic but that's quite an important thing if you're trying to win football games yeah listen they've been absolutely in control of the game um, Dundee United's had a couple of flashes towards the end of the half where they got up the pitch a little bit but never threatened the goal or anything but listen Celtic have been well on top great possession play and, and they've just not got that cutting edge at the moment but as as Simon said mm. before look at the bench and what they can bring on that can change the game in yeah. a flash so um, and will be he will be frustrated because he wants to win every game of football he plays and, and Celtic will want to finish the season with as many points on the board as they can as well so that'll be, it is important to them tonight I know it's just about getting over the line but you'll want to win the game of football um, and, and make sure they can put them points on the board because that's that's an achievement in itself as well that they, they finish the season with as many points on the table um, as possible Rangers had a free kick but Barisic hit it into the top of the wall so that 2-0 lead remains with 10 minutes to go Celtic fans, staggered kick-off Why don't you give us a call while it's half-time 01419511025 What did you make of that first half? The missed chances Do you care? Does it matter? Would you, you know, be equally as happy, I'm sure With a, a draw that sees you win the title Or maybe you've got that extra wee bit of high standards in you I think Pick uh, up the phone and let us know To be fair, a draw is an anti-climax It gets you the mm. title But... It was Ange himself at the weekend who said you can either stagger over the line yep. or you can break the tape mm. at speed. So a draw tonight yeah. would be an anticlimax. Only for a couple of minutes though, surely. Like That's I say, who, 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 remembers, who remembers the result on the day yeah. you clinched the title? Me. Nobody. Me. You won't. That's the thing. I'll ask you in six months and we'll have forgotten. Listen, they're going to win the title. But again, for me, Celtic fans will want to be as far away from Rangers points-wise as mm. possible. So that that's important to the Celtic fans as well. That when they look back on the table, that they've got a gap there. Mm. That, that I think that's is important it, visually to them. Is Listen, the trophy on, in the cabinet not the most important thing? Is, no, I get that's the most important thing, Gordon. But what I would say, another important factor is that they will look at that distance in the table of where they are and Rangers are and what, what it finished very comfortable for Rangers so far Rangers 2 Ross County nil. 10 minutes left of this half so again Celtic fans why not call us during half time if you don't want to do it during the game that's absolutely fine but let's hear from you right now on 01419511025 does it matter to you how you get over the line uh, will it be an anti-climax as Hugh says or do you not concern yourself with those things pick up the phone right now and let us know uh, I wonder if St Mirren Livy's nil nil is representative of how little a final, a final score is on the <laughs> is on the the stake there for them. I mean Livy, look in fact yeah Livy are driving seat really to finish seventh anyway. Um, I don't know does it much nah, left I there mean, or does professional pride kick in? Yeah, listen the the players will want to want to win the game again. The simple things like bonuses. The boys will want yeah. a wee bonus for the holidays uh, going away. So uh, again, there is stuff to play for it. And for Livingston as a club to finish seventh, the financially they'll get more money, so they'll be drilling that into the boys that um, they may be putting. Sometimes when you're at clubs, there's a, a bonus at the end of where you actually finish in the bottom six. So th there's still stuff to play for as players, um, and again opportunities whether they're giving younger guys games. I'm not sure. I've not seen the teams, um, but yeah, personal pride as well. Uh, if you're interested in the relegation battle south of the border, Leeds. 1-0 down against Chelsea and again for the second game in a row Leeds get a straight red card early on in the game it's not the temperament you need from your players in those situations Hugh No um, how about Everton at Watford are they um, the let me double check that one 
bring you up to speed in just a second. But there'd be a real um, shocker for... Yeah, nil-nil in that game. Shocker for Leeds bringing in Jesse Marsh, man with great reputation on the continent. Uh be a shocker if they immediately went down under his guidance. And it was notorious hard man Dan James with a horror tackle. Oh, was it? Again, um, though, I've seen a stat at the weekend that said that since Jesse has came in as manager, they are much more aggressive, they've made much more tackles, and, and again, they've gave away a lot more fouls. So, obviously, he's not been happy with the way that Leeds have been um, mm, playing yeah. aggressive-wise. Most yellow cards in the league... Uh, ever, sorry, this season well, in the Premier League, and they've still got well, two games to go. Yeah. I think he was quite lively as a player. Did you know that? D- you know, obviously didn't have a, f- a famous playing career over here, but I've seen some stuff from his time in America. Jesse Marsh, mm-hmm. was he? Right. Yeah, he was bit of a hatchet man. Like to mix it, certainly quite lively. So, anyway, uh, Chelsea one up at Leeds, and um, Everton drawing nil nil at the moment. Here, well, Frank Lampard. Uh, has managed to get something out of them. Their goalkeeper, Jordan Pickford, if they stay up, he should get a special medal because he's been unbelievable. Statue for outside the stadium. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is again. Obviously, at the weekend, he was phenomenal, and he's been brilliant. He's been a real leader for them. Um, even goalies getting statues, honestly. This is what happens when Cammy <laughs> Bell comes into the show. His job, isn't it? It's Jordan Pickford. <laughs> oh, he, doesn't, he doesn't go wandering about trying to play with his feet. Oh, he does. Oh, he does. Definitely does. Goalkeeper. He does. He goes everywhere. Uh, another penalty shout for Rangers, actually. Aribo felt he was pulled back. Yeah. Not a lot in it for me. I think it's a, a collision of bodies. He's felt the, the contact and went over. I think it would have been a little bit soft if, if the referee gave it. Uh, yeah, I mean, but when there's any sort of pull in the box, you're never quite sure. They always fall into that really annoying see them, seeing them given category. Yeah, and it'll be interesting when VAR does come into the, the country and, and how we handle it. And again, VAR still only, it will help the big decisions, um, but it's still only an opinion. I'm sure we'll still be debating some VAR decisions when they come into Scottish football. You better believe it. 100%. <laughs> 100%. This, this programme be on a domain. another chance for You know, we always argue about. Um, you know, Player of the Year awards and how it's dished out a couple of weeks or sometimes a month or so early. Uh-huh. And what if someone has a brilliant end to the season and so on? I think that's James Tavernier, one goal behind Alfredo Morelos, who got Rangers' top scorer award uh-huh. uh, there. Their own, you know, in-house awards. awards. So I'm not, I'm not sure how that works. Does Do you that, think Alfredo will, will share it if um, Tav how, overtakes him? How or? does that work? Has that ever happened? Does anyone then overtake what, the top what, scorer? What is the, it's always been the case. What is the reason for the awards? Been out? is it because players mm. want to get away after the? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, think, I think ultimately, and especially, you know. If you're Rangers, when when on earth would you do your own? When I mean, you've got all these big games coming mm. up, I think you try and get it wrapped up a bit before the end of the season. And yeah. these about, little anomalies. About, yeah, we talk about it every season, though. You know, just with the, the mm. awards going out so quickly, sometimes it comes back uh, comes back to bite you in the backside. But well, I mean, if you take the Scottish Cup final, it's going to be near impossible to have it after that, isn't it? What's mm. that? The twenty first, yeah, twenty first of May. Now. Rangers might win it, and when that could they, that could skew things. Somebody talk, I can't it depends what stage of Europe, doesn't it? Yeah, but I mean, if pre-season training, if Robbie Nielsen, you couldn't, like I say, you couldn't wait. You could not wait until after the twenty-first of May. But if Robbie Nielsen was to win a Scottish Cup and finish third, yeah, yeah. and Incredible. this happens every year. I mean, say it was another example. I don't know. Say our, our broth had reached the cup final or something, and but you just can't hang around. It gives us something to argue about, though, Hugh. Yeah. Not that we need anything usually. Yeah, chance. Oh, yeah. what a miss. Big chance a few minutes ago for Connor Goldson. We're just seeing back. 
And um, it's Rangers are it's shooting in as they say Yeah and there's just been chance upon chance And uh, it's really been dominant from Rangers So another set piece looked really threatening It's come in the box It's kind of missed everyone And Goldson's at the far post And try to smash it towards the goal But again pr- probably credit to Ross Laidlaw Narrows the angle Oh look this guy's dishing out credit to goalies yeah. for yeah, everything listen, The goalkeeper's union he just came out and he <laughs> tried to get in his way. He did. <laughs> Goldson needs to do better, doesn't he? Yeah, he needs to hit the target. He hits the target, he scores. Um, but listen, this has been a, a great first half for Rangers. As I say, it's been quite a, a slow-paced um, yeah, a, a first half, which suits Rangers because they've been total dominant. They have indeed, Celtic fans. Don't forget, you're still welcome to get in touch at half-time and let us know what you've made of the first half. Maybe you're just sitting patiently for full time. We are here until 11 o'clock. So don't be shy in picking up the phone and letting us know what you make of your team's performance. That goes to all of you out there. Motherwell fans, a big chance to take a huge step towards a European place. You were 1-0 up against Hearts early on, but it didn't last long. And Josh Janelli equalised. It's still 1-0 there. Uh, it's all happening for St. Johnson. It would now take quite a big turnaround um, because even a draw is enough to keep them in the division for now. But they're 1-0 up against Aberdeen who are looking for only their third away victory of the season that's my favourite stat of the night from Dave Galloway because I knew it was bad yeah. I just hadn't I don't think I'd quite realised it was so poor you know start of the season you've got Stephen Glass and people wondered about the appointment because he was coming from a not terribly high level in America and uh, then they brought in Scott Brown of course and you wondered what might be in store for them but it it never got off the ground. Stephen Glass got sacked. Jim Goodwin came in. That has yet to get off the ground as well. Two away wins all season. Happy to avoid relegation in the end. Aberdeen, not yeah. good enough. It's the same as Dundee and it's the worst in the league. However, I know a lot's been said about how it doesn't take much to get you up the table. Dundee United will almost certainly go to Europe and Motherwell might join them and they've got Three away wins this season So there we go shows you. Uh, Maybe it's, it's, it might be a, a worrying stat But it's not quite as um, unique As I'd thought from Aberdeen A few teams struggling on the road A rare sight of the Rangers box for Ross County They try and go long with the throat But it doesn't come to anything And in fact it's been terribly misjudged um, In the middle of the park A bouncing ball went right over Ross County's head And it was just a loose pass From Alex Lowry lets them off the hook Oh, they're cruising anyway uh, You know, They're into the last minute of the first half Rangers will be perfectly happy With the way things have gone And we'll see other faces coming into yeah. the team Second half Quickly Andrew McLean Any changes at the break at Tannadice? No, no, all nine substitutes from each team Were out warming up So there's going to be no changes from either side But yeah, 0-0 on the scoreboard The result that would of course see Celtic Win the title at the end of the 90 minutes But they want to do it in style Ange Postecoglou said that himself But they've got plenty of firepower on the bench If they want to make some changes for the second half But Matt O'Reilly is standing over the ball A couple of flares going off in the Celtic end Over to my left as well And we are ready to get back underway for the second half Hugh Evans has got his flares on in here So he's in good company <laughs> It's half time at Fir Park Between Motherwell and Hearts 1-0 And it's half time at Ibrox Rangers 2 Ross County nil. It has been an absolute domination from Rangers. They went in front 13 minutes on the clock through Scott Wright. It was a corner to the near post, flicked on by Connor Goldson, and there was Scott Wright to tap the ball home. What a month or so it's been for him. Who would have envisaged Scott Wright could be 
A starter for Rangers in a Europa League final uh, There was a bit more of familiarity with the second goal It was James Tavernier and it was from the penalty spot Little doubt about the award A poor challenge from Iacoviti on Tavernier He stepped up, dispatched the penalty as he so often does And there followed various chances Probably Conor Goldson with the best of them at the back post um, but none of them found the back of the net Half-time Rangers 2, Ross County nil. One-way traffic, Cammy Bell Yeah, been really dominant Perfect night for Rangers so far Again, they'll, they'll probably make, I would imagine they'll, they'll keep the same team coming out the second half Unless anybody's struggling And probably 60-minute mark They'll look to make some changes um, and, and I would imagine Gio will try and keep some of the, the legs For the Europa League final But it's been perfect so far Because it's been played at the pace that Rangers want it to be played at um, so that's really important as well. So dominant on the ball and creating loads of opportunities, which is positive as well. Scored two goals, so can't ask for any more. As Andrew McLean predicted, Hugh, there was a lot of good things about Celtic's performance, but it wasn't good enough to find no. the breakthrough. So he's not hitting the panic button yet, but he knows fine well that Jota and Kyogo and whoever else he may fancy can be brought on. Yeah, I think if we get to the hour mark and Celtic still have not scored... I think he would have to do something. Um, you know, I know that a draw gets Celtic the title and that's all very well. However, you do surely want to cross the line with hmm. a little something yeah. more than Celtic have offered so far. No, there's no doubt you would prefer it. I think the counter-argument I was putting forward is it's not going to keep anyone up at night. No, no. But, uh, you know, the fans going about the Celtic way, uh, a draw to win the title... Uh, fall short of the Celtic way. I would take it, Hugh. If I was a player, I know, See, I know exactly what you're saying. But you know, it's to get the job done tonight. But I'm with you. I think 60 minutes on the clock. If it's nil nil, I think Ange will change it. He's got the players there to to change it. You know, Kyogo, Rogic, Maeda, Jota. You know, it's a strong bench. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think he'll give these guys another 15. 20 minutes to see if they can get Celtic in front These might be new times So maybe things are changing I just I'm unaware of any examples Ever Ever From our league Where the team that won it Complains retrospectively About whatever they did On the last night of the season so, I can't remember listen, it's, it's never happened It's so difficult to, to, to win a title It's it's what the team's target At the start of the season Celtic and Rangers in particular Obviously it's, it's one of the two uh, And to get the job done you know, that's the first thing, but yeah, I, I take on board what you're saying. Celtic want to win the game. I think they will win the game. I think they will get a goal or two in the second half, but if it mm. doesn't, if it's nil nil and they win the league, watch the celebration yeah. of the players. I was going to say, do you think the fans will just <laughs> watch the celebration? Quiet applause and the players will head mm. down, go down the tunnel. Uh, it's somehow not half time, I don't think, yet between St Johnson and Aberdeen, or is it? I don't know what the delay is there, it certainly is at, at Rangers uh, So Rangers fans again, same to you, it's half time Why not pick up the phone, what did you make of that first half? Uh, I'm sure you were happy with it It couldn't really be anything other than that But let's hear you elaborate 01419511025 uh, Dave Galloway, it is half time in Perth What's it been like? Yeah, half time here at uh, Sunny McDermott Park uh, Not a classic game But uh, St Johnson deserving of their 1-0 interval lead uh, Aberdeen with plenty of possession And a, a decent start for them uh, Ojo crossed for Ruth He was lurking at the back post It was cleared for a corner from which Ferguson's header went close But St Johnson threatened with uh, Middleton firing wide from 25 yards And they went ahead deservedly on 17 minutes With a very well-created goal indeed 
Hulberg set up Middleton. He cut the ball back for Hendry to coolly sweep home. A really nice goal to watch. Uh, they went close again soon after. Middleton's free kick from outside the box uh, tipped over by Lewis. Um, after that, Aberdeen, plenty of possession not looking like they were going to do anything with it. Uh, St Johnson probably uh, looking the more dangerous side uh, thereafter. Aberdeen did threaten late in the first half. A low, long-range barren effort. It wasn't that far away. It uh, just went past uh, the keeper's right-hand post. But uh, St Johnson deservedly on top here. And as things stand, Dundee are going down. It's St Johnson 1, Aberdeen 0. Yeah, that's the important thing, if you like, of the big outcome is that Dundee would be relegated on the back of that result tonight. Dave, what's the, the apathy at Aberdeen? Has that been reflected in the travelling numbers? Are they just desperate for the season to end? How does it feel? Yeah, um, there's normally a very good support here from Aberdeen. Normally they have uh, pretty much you know, filled the end uh, to my left. Uh, they've just got a small section of that. They've, they've partially filled about a third of that and they've got a few fans in the stand uh, just to my right in the main stand here. So I think that says it all. It's probably a quarter of the, the support they normally uh, take through. The St Johnson fans, they're not exactly here in great numbers either, um, they've made a, a, a fair bit of noise, especially the, the singing section over in the, the stand opposite where I'm, I'm sitting, they, they've made a bit of a, a racket but the end to my right is completely empty um, it, it does have an end of season feel about it this game unfortunately Celtic again knocking at the door nothing doing yet, half time in the other games, we'll reflect on the first halves in those next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Call Robert Accident Repair